Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another edition of Gameware Express, where we are celebrating everything Mario Kart this week. I'm Adam Arinder, and it's a Friday, May 30th, 2014. We're recording like really, really late tonight. It's not that late. It's almost Saturday. Oh it's lord. Late. It'll probably be Saturday by the time you actually hear this, so. <laughs> it's the weekend. Um, this week I'm joined by Vaughn V for Extreme Ventures. Hello. Stephen Martin. Well, why don't I get a cool name? Stephen S for Extreme Martin. The Punisher <laughs> no, Martin. No, it's Dance Dance. Dance Dance, dance, dance. Steve. Dance Dance Steve. Steve or Dance Sacklin. Dance Steve, Steve, Steve Marsh dance, Martin. Dance. Yes. Hey. Hey. The and Punisher. No, Renee is the Punisher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Renee the Punisher Martin. Hey. I like the executioner better. That sounds cool. <laughs> so we all have cool names. What's your cool name? I don't have a cool name. You Adam the Arinder. The Arinder. <laughs> what happened to Bayou Bangle, man? Uh, you That's know, not very cool. That's, I, I honestly do not like that that much, but I can't oh. think of anything else to make any of my like gamer tags. That's just what it is. Well, that's our mission for next show, to find you a cool nickname. Okay, you work on that for me. Email us a cool nickname. <laughs> GamewareExpress <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh, is that what this is? GamewareExpress? That's what this is. Ah, thanks for having us. It's really? Friday, May Your 30th. <laughs> you say that every time so condescendingly. No, uh, thank you for having us. In your home? It's <laughs> not condescending. Thank you for the 7-Up. You're welcome. Thank you for this water. <laughs> oh, where were we? Oh, yes. We're here to do a podcast. Yeah. It's so late you forgot. I forgot. I'm like half asleep here, falling into the microphone. Um, Mario Kart came out this week, guys. Yeah. Yep. So for this week's intro question, I figured we'd take a trip down memory lane and, you know, have our favorite Mario Kart memories. You know, growing up playing it, favorite courses, favorite characters, favorite tracks, etc., etc., etc. Vaughn. Hello. Share with me some Mario Kart memories. Well... Pretty much I have, like, good memories of every Mario Kart I've ever played, except for the Game Boy Advance one. Yes, because fuck that <laughs> game. Shut your mouth. I love that game. <laughs> you guys always talk shit about that game. It's terrible. Sorry. But, but the fondest memories I have are of myself playing Mario Kart Double Dash, like, yeah. all throughout, like, the summer of my senior year in high school. Okay, is that would you say that's your favorite Mario Kart? It is. Cool. It's my favorite to this day. Why why is that? What it, makes it your favorite? It's really really fast. Yes, it's probably the fastest of all the Mario Karts and it has the of course interesting dynamic of having two drivers. Exactly. At a time. You can use two characters instead of just one. That's double the fun. Indeed. Who do you normally play as? I play as Baby Mario and Diddy Kong. Okay. Yeah, I usually play as Baby Mario and Peach. So. It's a good combination. I like having the babies chain chomp for their special yes, ability. That's way overpowered. Oh, I was about to say it's OP. Yeah, beat me to it. Well, it only you only get it if you're in like close to last place. Which when I play double dash, typically I am. I like double dash, but I'm not very good at it. Yeah, one of my friends and I like played that game for like that whole summer, just like trying to beat each other's times in chomp trial mode. <laughs> and, and that was. That was back when it was just those four cups. They didn't start throwing in like old school cups yet. So you just played those 16 tracks over and over and over again. Yeah. It was a lot of fun though. And that was actually like what sparked me to try and get like really good at Mario Kart games. Okay. So cool. That's, that's what I, that's what I got. Awesome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Steven, stop playing with my Disney Infinity figurine. I'll do what I want at the end of this table. (laughs) Thank you. Steven, um, let's talk about Mario Kart. Okay. 
Is that the uh, racing game with Crash Bandicoot and mm-hmm. all the PlayStation friends? That's actually the best Mario Kart game, but go ahead. Probably. So I have two favorite memories, one from childhood and one from adulthood. Okay, let's start with childhood. Childhood is, uh, of course, Super Mario Kart, of the course. best Mario Kart game, okay. in my opinion. And I guess when that game came out, I was young, so it's nostalgia again. Right. If you go back and play Super Mario Kart now, it's it's slow and ugly, and it still has great music. You can't it, take that the music away from is it. good. Mar- Super Mario Kart's funny because when you turn, your car doesn't turn; the whole world turns it's around like Super you. Monkey yeah. Ball, it's exactly. Monkey Ball again, exactly. so you control the stage. <laughs> and it's Mode Seven, glorious graphics, and only half the screen because you've got your map. Mm-hmm. At the bottom, that it's a very useful map. It is. Uh, but my favorite memories are going to one of my best friends' house in the afternoon, Jay, um, and we would play Super Mario Kart and we would play NBA Jam. But we'd always go back to Super Mario Kart, right? And we'd just play that every day. And I was really good. I was always Bowser. And my friends would always say, "Why are you Bowser? He's his he's it's so his acceleration's so bad, but his top speed is so fast. He's like the fastest character That's in true. the game." Yeah. And as long as I don't lose my coins, and I don't, <laughs> I can maintain that speed as a child. Now, when I play Super Mario Kart now, I'm not good anymore. I'm not as good as, as you guys are. Hey, I looked out in that one Super Mario Kart tournament that we had. That was the first time I played in like well six I, years. You're just naturally talented <laughs> at Nintendo racing games. So the, uh, yeah. the top speed versus acceleration thing is always an interesting battle when I build my Mario Kart karts because lately... In the games, you get hit by so many freaking items. Acceleration seems almost as much important, more important than top speed because if you're constantly getting hit by things, you need to get back going faster yeah. than modern Mario Karts. Yeah. I would definitely pick uh, acceleration over top speed gotcha. because of that reason. Exactly. And then my favorite memory uh, as an adult in regards to Mario Kart, it takes me back what nine years ago to E3 2003. Mm-hmm. And I got I got to Nintendo's booth, and I think it was it was either O two or O three, and they were having an eight player Mario Kart Double Dash setup. It must have been two thousand three. What year did that game come out? It doesn't matter. Anyway, so they've got an eight eight car setup, and so that everyone can get in line to play Double Dash. It's before the game came out. Mm-hmm. And you, we have to use Logitech steering wheels to play this game. <laughs> I think well, some of those are compatible with that. Well, on the GameCube they were. And so you have to sit inside this little mock Mario Kart go-kart thing while using that steering wheel. And I don't think anyone had ever played Mario Kart with a Logitech steering wheel because everyone was doing terribly. It was the worst <laughs> idea. It's not fun to play Mario Kart with a steering wheel. It doesn't but sound like it. We would wait 30 minutes, and then you play badly, and then you get back in line and do it again. So don't ever play that game with a steering wheel. <laughs> Stupid idea. And then I bet they sold like 100 steering wheels worldwide because why would you buy one on the GameCube? Mm-hmm. To play Auto Modelista from Capcom, maybe? I don't know. Did they pack it. in a steering wheel the very next console? Yeah, game. that was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. For that memory. <laughs> So yeah, there's two memories for you, and I can go back to playing with these Skylanders toys, <laughs> Disney Infinity toys. That's it. So, Renee. Hey. Mario Kart talk. Oh man, Mario Kart talk. Um, I didn't get to play Super Mario Kart. That wasn't a Super Nintendo game that we had, but I did play a lot of Mario Kart 64. Okay. But we didn't have a second controller, so I just kind of played by myself. <laughs> I know, this is like really depressing, you guys. Like, wow. I never really played Mario Kart with other people. <laughs> That's like, your Why childhood you that? is half empty. Oh I only gosh. played Mario Kart for right, the story anyway. The worst part. <laughs> I would play on the battle mode 
Oh lord. By yourself. Which I really love. rough. <laughs> by, by myself. How do you play battle mode by yourself? Does it even let you do it? You'd be surprised. It lets you play Wait, battle mode. I think you can put oh, in against computers. Bots. Against yeah. computers. Yeah. Computer you could, people. You couldn't do that in 64. No. Well, yeah, maybe I would hook in. Grand Prix, but you didn't have battle mode. Um, Grand Prix. Wait, what's that? Busted. That's the one where you just race all the other computers. But like battle mode's like. Well, I would play like, battle mode by myself. Maybe I would plug in two controllers or something like that and hide gotcha. one of them and go find the other one. Say like if you're only playing with one <laughs> controller, then you can't do battle. We mode. had two controllers, but one of them was like a crappy off-brand black. That's controller. what your when friends come <laughs> over, you just let them use. Well, that they one. didn't want to play in sixty-four, except for Liz, but she would only want to play Mario sixty-four. Pilot wings, no pilot wings. No pilot wings. Yeah. I'm gonna teach you how to be good at Mario Kart. Okay. <laughs> just I have go a lot fast. Of experience. I just taught you. Just go fast. By myself. Go faster. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really don't have like great. Who's know, your crazy. favorite character? Who do you, who's your go-to character? Yoshi. Yoshi. Yeah. Yoshi's awesome. Good Good. Browser. So, browser. I mean, Although I go browser. with Rosalina these days. You do like Rosalina. Is that better than Ezra's song, right? Rosalina. <laughs> I think that's it. They're cool. from Baton Rouge, right? <laughs> sure, Baton Rouge. <laughs> right, right. Um, do you have a memory that you cherish, Adam? See. About Mario Kart or any other game? <laughs> well, we'll stick to Mario Kart. <laughs> Again, as people who listen to the show know, I didn't grow up with Nintendo consoles because my dad was like Nintendo Nazi. So my like best Mario Kart memory is actually pretty recent. Um, when we used to host the old Gameware monthlies, I always liked getting all of us together to play eight-player Mario Kart Seven on all of our 3DSs. I thought that was really fun because Mario Kart Seven is like the the Mario Kart game I played the most. Because so I go to my friend's house and play 64, but I hate Mario Kart 64. And I played Double Dash recently, but I'm not very good at that one. So I really liked um, playing seven um, with all my friends. Yay! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so anyway, on um, Facebook, our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/gamewareexpress. That's on the internet. Yes, I posed this question to see other people's Mario Kart memories to you know celebrate oh. the release of the new game. Excellent. So I'm gonna read those aloud. Okay. Stephen Shank. He says um, his favorite character to play is usually Bowser and or Wario. So he's going for the top speed. The heavy one. The heavy yeah. characters. Uh, they may have slow acceleration, but usually they have better top speed. So there we go. Think long with you. Strategy is what we teach you here. And then uh, Neil Bonham, old Gameware employee, friend of the show, he says, well, first of all, he says he loves that you can collect Skittles. Yes. I think that's an It's my favorite part of um, Darkened Sky on GameCube. <laughs> Skittles but game. He said in all seriousness, he loves the sound of the mud. And the Super Nintendo version. <laughs> I'm going to do this for the rest of the episode. Let's not do that. <laughs> so, I um, love the sound of the water on Koopa Beach. It just makes me feel like I'm in paradise, like with a mojito. <laughs> so, and it's got the best music. Because, you know, the Super Nintendo music, all the, the best songs had like that whistle. That, I don't know, whistle and, and, and like steel drums. Uh, I know. What you, yeah, I know what you're talking. All about. the best songs in Super Mario Kart had that whistle and the steel drums. Yeah, like it's it was weird. But if you Koopa, were Koopa Beach didn't have any of that though. Well, it didn't my mind. So you do not ruin my memories. Okay. <laughs> if you were a Super Nintendo music composer, one of those buttons you had was like a whistle sound. The whistle the sound from Super Adventure <laughs> Island had the same whistle. I don't know. It's like, what's it like? More musical. I'm not. You can you can rewind it and hear it. 
I'm not going to do that sound again. I'll just do the it, mud. mud dude, I'll try to make a whistle sound. It's not, not, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> like a, like a rape it's, whistle or something. Like something yeah. you blow. It, it's like one of those like whistles that referees use. Yes, that kind of whistle. Yeah. That sounds terrible. And then steel drums. Just Can't imagine. Can't be as bad as the ba, 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 Worst soundtrack ever. Now I've, oh, well I guess we're going to talk about it. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Mario Kart 8. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about Mario Kart 8. Which I've not played. That did come out today. It came out today. I Uh, heard that game has some amazing saxophone solos. It does. The music music in that game is great. Some jazzy tunes. It's definitely one of the best Mario Kart soundtracks to this day. It's also got some like heavy guitar riffing on Bowser's Castle. Yeah, and that soundtrack's all over the board, and all of it's pretty awesome. So there's no terrible music like the new Super. Is there a new Super Mario Brothers level where everyone's going ba ba? <laughs> no, like bah. jump. There is none of that. Does that? That'd be a pretty terrible level, but pretty. pretty I would terrible. snap my disc in half. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe on that. April Fool's Day they'll upload that. Yes, special that events. And it's only a circle, and then there's no finish line. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it the new baby park level, oh, except God. it's unlimited laps. Oh, no. But yeah, Mario Kart 8. Uh, Vaughn and I have been playing a lot of that. Yes. What do you think, Vaughn? I think it's good. I like 7 a little bit better, better as far as statement. like gameplay goes, but like everything else like is top-notch. Yeah, I mean, it looks great in you know, HD. It only runs at, It's only at 720p, but it runs at 60 frames a second if you're playing one or two players and 30 frames a second, three or four players. Um, I'm a little, ha- uh, I was a little skeptical because when I played it last year, the touchscreen was just a giant button that made the horn sound, but now in the real release, you can cycle through it. So you can either watch you like camera, you can watch the map or you can make it look like a steering wheel with a horn on it. So at least they kind of changed up a little bit, even though, you know, they had that Mario Kart seven on the bottom screen on the DS where you could just glance down, but now it's much more difficult to do. To physically look down at your gamepad, yeah, you could always that. rise it up to your head. You should, like, yeah, rise it up. That's what you should you know. do. I, I feel that like the mini map should be just placed on the main screen, like they did with like every other Mario Kart game. That would be easier. I guess they're trying to get it all the UI off the screen and onto the second screen where you yeah. can't see it. Can I just play the whole game on the gamepad? Yeah, you can. Good. And um, that looks okay. I mean, yeah, you know. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But in, you know, <laughs> traditional or I guess more lately Mario Kart fashion, they have the main four cups and then they have the like retro or throwback course um, yeah. cups. But this one, the, the main gimmick in this game is the anti-gravity stuff where you cross over these blue circles and your wheels turn in and you're like hovering. They flipped Yeah. In. Yeah. So they actually do some cool things on some of these courses like the Twisted Mansion and like Bowser's Castle where the track will actually split and kind of start corkscrewing around each other, so you can take different paths and see, you know, your enemies going through it. Um, or the course kind of double backs on itself, where you flip upside down and can see who everyone else is. All my favorite RC car track things when I was a kid would like ride up the wall. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Not not remote control car, but those little I don't know what you would call those Hot Wheels. No, uh, not I guess whatever. But you'd have to hook it up about. to the AC. And- yeah. It goes, yeah. but um, so that's kind of cool, and and it does things where you can take different paths. You can either stay on the, the ground, or you can like drive up on the walls, and might be a little further drive up on the walls, but they're boosts and coins and stuff. Yeah. But what's interesting mm-hmm. is the retro courses that they bring back. They you know retrofit some of them to incorporate things that they didn't have before, like the hang gliding from Mario Kart Seven or the anti grab in this one. 
Uh, my favorite one is probably the um, the Game Boy Advance course, it's Mario Circuit. Yeah, that's a good one. Literally, the part of the one of the U turns like gets jacked up. Like it look it looks like a jack like for a car, and it just oh, goes cool. straight up in the air, and that's anti grav. So I mean, you can't really put anti grav in any of these courses because they weren't built for that, but they find you know neat little ways to kind of do that. So that's kind of cool, I think. Indeed. My favorite one is uh, Royal Raceway. Oh, is that the one from 64? Yeah, that, they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah. Except, like, you can't explore around Peach's Castle like you could in 64. <laughs> that was, like, the fun thing where you're just like, you knew you were going to lose, so you're just like, oh, I'm just going to go to Peach's Castle and just mess around there for a little bit. Right. And at first I thought the anti-grab was just, like, because the camera follows you, so you don't, you know, actually look like you're flipping around. But while you're in anti-grab, if you touch another car, you, like, spin and then boost. So it's a way that you can strategize for yourself by going faster, or you can knock someone off of Rainbow Road if you boost into them. So that's got some interesting strategy. Well, I've been able to do both at the same time, because Rosalina is a heavyweight character. Oh, so. so she can knock some people around. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. She's a heavyweight character. Hey, she's got some junk in that trunk, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Probably because she's used to being in space all the time. That's it. So now yeah. she's on Earth, or whatever. Where's Mushroom Kingdom? Is that on Earth? Sure. Call it Earth. Weird. Um, one complaint I have, well, a few complaints I have. I know Renee, you said you like battle mode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, uh, battle mode's weird. It's um, like not real and yeah. broken and terrible. I played one online match earlier and just quit halfway through it because it's not. Is that why I won a match earlier? Yeah, that's it. Oh sweet. Because it's not just you. They like, drop you in a box and you threw red shells at each other. You like go on a race course and you race. But you don't really race because you can, like turn around and go the other way. But huh. in, but you have the balloons around you. It just ends up turning to throwing green shells around because that's all you really get. It's really kind of terrible. So they took away the arenas, and now it's just on a race course. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like I said, instead of racing, you have your balloons following you like usual. But you like just going on a course, so it's not like as open as it usually is. I don't Maybe know. they'll bring back the arenas and some DLC pay like. Five dollars. I would hope so. Get some uh, get some actual arenas. Yeah, like usually, like up until this point, like uh, the battle arenas were like really short maps where you could just like see everybody for the most part. Yeah, it was mainly just giant squares with some obstacles in the way, so it was a lot but, easier to drive around, not a race course. Yeah, now you're actually like on an actual like race course where they're like some of them can get pretty big. So I was talking with my friends. He said he played one on um, Yoshi's. What is that? Help me out. Uh, Yoshi Valley. Yoshi Valley. Which I love that level. I'm glad they remade that one. <laughs> I'll come back to that in a second. But that, that does not seem like a battle level because, you know, you can go everywhere in that. Indeed. But cause you, cause, because you could go, like, so many levels, like, it's going to be really hard to try and find somebody on there. Exactly. Unless you're not using the map, which is hard to use. And then while some of the retro courses they brought back that they retrofitted with the anti-grav is kind of cool, other throwback courses they brought back I have some issues with. One of them being Yoshi Valley. Because the whole gimmick of that level in the 64 is you never knew what place you were in because there's st it forks so many times. But in this one, it tells you what place you're in. Or you can just look down at your mini-map and see where you're going, which kind of defeats the purpose of that level, in my opinion. Yeah, that that is, like, a little bit of a drawback to it, but how they incorporate, like, the stuff you were mentioning earlier, like, the anti-gravity stuff, like, mm -hmm. really brings it out. The the egg, the giant egg at the end of the level looks really good, too. Yeah. But, That's a good-looking egg. And then, like, Mario Kart 7 was the... <laughs> <laughs> I love a good-looking egg. I bet you, you do. Know. Give me that egg. 
So um, I always say Mario Kart Seven had two Rainbow Roads because it had SNES Rainbow Road as in the Lightning Cup and the Retro Cup. This one they bring back uh, N64 Rainbow Road, but not really. Uh, it, it looks nothing like N64 Rainbow Road, which is fine because it looks really gorgeous, but it looks nothing like N64 Rainbow Road. It's only one lap. It's not all three laps. And the whole thing is pretty much anti-grab, which is kind of a pain in the ass because they took the barriers away. Because the one thing about N64 Rainbow Road is you couldn't fall off. So people kind of complained about that because it was too easy. They took the barriers away on half of them. And since it's so short, if you get hit by like one blue shell or you fall off once, you're pretty much it's over. Um, yeah, so you should hang back in that level. But it's uh, it, it it's like two minutes. The yeah, whole race it's, is like it's, two minutes. It's the shortest course in the game. It's weird. So you actually don't really want to hang back. <laughs> they should have at least made it two laps. I understand people complain they don't want to race seven or eight minutes on N64 Rainbow Road, but like that's the point. It's the last level, and the new Rainbow Road isn't that impressive either, in my opinion. I agree. <laughs> it's just kind of lackluster. Although the new Bowser's Castle is awesome really great um i guess y'all have y'all didn't play it um <laughs> well, I, I liked bowser's castle no bowser's castle is great um uh, anything else you want to say on the game before we move on Vaughn? i mean i know you've been playing a little more than me i uh i beat all the cups in 50 and 100 cc uh they brought back the silly like coin unlocking thing yeah i know you don't seven, like that which like could take like forever if you don't play all that often right and well, I mean, the game controls just like seven. I've yeah. said that a couple times in the past, but I mean, if you liked Mario Kart Seven, if you liked the way that it handled, this is the same, and I'm 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 happy with that. Yeah, overall, I say it's a great game. Just mm-hmm. like some of the course courses, they could have done better with. But what's your favorite course so far? The new course. Um, that's a good question. I guess I would have to go with the uh, Sunshine Airport level. That's a good one. Yeah. Mine's probably Electrodome. That one's a really good one, that's just like too. a huge dance party and reminds me of Music Park, which was my favorite in yeah. Mario Kart 7, which is back. Yeah, Music about. Park is still the best retro level. Also, sure. Mount Wario is great because it's like a slalom down a, like a ski slope. And it's one of those, obviously it's not a lap, it's just a, a section one. But when it pans, the camera pans up when you're about to start the race, a helicopter flies in and opens up, and you're like dropping in out of a helicopter. That's Whoa. really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Did they bring back the level from N64 where there's like 18-wheelers driving around? Yeah, turn, yeah Toaster Pike. Pike. Okay, wh- what, why, is, why are there cars in the Mushroom Kingdom? Why are there 18-wheelers? I never understood that. This one That doesn't make sense to me. This one they retrofitted where it's easier to deal with because, A, you can just skip half the level by driving on the wall with anti-grav. Or B, half the trucks are now open, so you can ramp and hang glide out of them, or you can just jump over them. Yeah, why are those cars there anyway? Where I don't good question. I've never seen cars <laughs> anywhere in the Mushroom Kingdom or eighteen wheelers or like an interstate. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm I'm having to deal with this bullshit. I just it didn't make sense to me. Canonically, it does not fit in with the rest of the Mario universe. So. Oh no, you're gonna have to but ask just, the game creators from a long time ago when they made it in '64. Uh, just like because you've never that. seen a car in the Mushroom Kingdom doesn't mean they don't no exist. No cars. I've never seen cars. You don't see a, a go kart in also, Mario until the, you play Mario Kart. Why is there a farm and some cows? Like I don't. That doesn't make sense. Either. Hey, I love Moo Farm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like all of a sudden I'm somewhere else. I'm not in the Mario world. Obviously, this is a game, if you have a Wii U, you should probably buy it. Yeah, this will be your fourth game. Finally, <laughs> you'll have another game on the Wii U. So. So. And it will sell a lot. We've already sold a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's going to keep selling. It's only going to get worse. Or better, I guess. Yeah, say it. maybe a mix of the two. 
I wish they would try a Mario Kart game like Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this old Diddy Kong Racing. In what way? Where it has, like, planes and like stuff? Yeah, Mario in suit, order to, uh, like, open it up. Like, actually driving to your, like, Like, Crash location. Team Racing? Yeah. Uh, see, I never played that game. Oh, you're it's missing good. out. Steven, go I, um, home well, on your PlayStation 3. I never run. Crash Team Racing right Growing up, I never got to play that because my father hated Sony <laughs> so much, and he only had Nintendo. So I, yeah. Renee, to... go on your PlayStation Three, okay. download Crash Team Racing. It's amazing. Will that work on Japanese PlayStation Three? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. We own digital. Yeah, yes. I mean that was just yeah. a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, our disc, if we had Crash Team Racing on disc, that wouldn't work. Would not work. Yeah. Oh, because of yeah. We have but, a Japanese mm-hmm. PS3. I th- that's why I need to get my Vita fixed because I got that in when there was that weird glitch where I could download yeah. all those games on my Vita. My but your, and your Vita is not working at all right now. It turns on, but you can't press buttons. Well, I can't press buttons in the menu. I can't press buttons in the game, which is what's weird. Never heard of that. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> what else have you been playing, Vaughn? Uh, I did a 70 star run of Super Mario 64. Beat my first time by like five minutes. That's good. What's what is that time? Uh. One hour, twelve minutes, something seconds. I don't even remember. <laughs> what makes seventy stars significant? It's mostly just like the fact that, like, uh, I guess it's like the closest thing that like you can get to of a like intended glitchless run of that okay. game. Okay. Like you're getting more out of like the game itself by like what when you do what that limit twelve or sixteen sixteen that that's obviously you're glitching through stuff yeah so seventy is like you're actually playing the game yeah even though you're still doing like a lot of glitches and like clips and stuff but I mean like you're not doing like you're not skipping through the whole game right right you're, like you're you're actually going through all the star doors gotcha. to actually do things I know last week you did that race online are you looking to do any more of those i will definitely do more of those whenever i come back from akon next weekend i don't know when that's when exactly it's gonna be but that's cool i'll do more of those okay i think you come back in general you come back on sunday that's when akon's over well hopefully i'll come back on sunday we may come back monday at midnight or something (laughs) another day you should go to the six flags up there, that'd be fun, right? Ah, uh, that would cost more money, though. Just break in, just like cross the fence, <laughs> jump the fence. <laughs> They're not gonna stop you. Uh, I actually got back into uh, Pokemon recently. Okay. Because something really awesome happened on the anime. I'm not gonna say it though, because spoilers. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate Renee that. Renee knows it though, because yep. I showed her. <laughs> you need to get me those <laughs> freaking episodes. I'll so I get you. caught I'll, up. I'll, I'll send you the link when I get home. Okay. Anyway, okay. uh. Playing some online battles. I have a new singles team that I'm just dabbling in, trying to like get some last minute games in before I get sick of this meta game because it's already terrible. So why is it terrible? Because it's like all the balance changes that like they tried to make with this game actually ended up making the game more broken. Oh, I see Renee agrees. She's <laughs> nodding her head over here. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> bad. <laughs> Whereas you got like all the like changes with like fairy types, which is like the new super OP type now. Yep. And That's usually what happens. The mega Pokemon yep. and like, like different those. communities like banning certain things. Like we're banning like moves like Swagger now. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's like, just gotten can't way take away my out of. It's out of hand. Yeah, it really is out of hand. Like 
You're just going to keep banning and banning until there's just nothing left except for like growl, tackle, <laughs> tail whip. <laughs> wow, how exciting is that, you guys? Yeah. It's hmm. pretty much gotten to the point where it's like every team now is like either like super crazy like top tier or you have to run a stall team. You yep. can't you can't do any of the awesome like themed like weather teams or any of the, that sort of stuff anymore like you could in 4th and 5th gen. So are people just like saying screw it and going back to black and white, or are they just? I'm sure there are a bunch of people still playing the old meta games, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I still like playing X and Y somewhat because I like to see all of my Pokemon in 3D, yeah, like yeah. doing like some crazy things, you know. But right now, I'm just running a standard, decent offensive team. It's something I haven't actually done before because I'm usually doing like themes, like dual screens or something of the sort. Mm-hmm. I know. I love themes. Like that's one reason why I loved competitive Pokemon so much. It's like, oh I think I want to make a team that's themed on this or oh I wanna or I would like build a team around a certain Pokemon, you know? Like, yeah. Absolutely. But I feel like I can't do that anymore because if I pick it I guess I had this problem in the past too. I would like pick a Pokemon who wouldn't maybe be the best Pokemon and I'd start building the team around it. And then I'd come to find, well, I really need to kick that Pokemon out because <laughs> that's like making my team like mess up, you know. So ah. Yeah, even the weaker ones, you could still like have fun with them, you know. Exactly. That's that's what I'm trying to do right now. Even though a lot of Pokemon on my current team are pretty OP, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have? Who do you have? I have Gengar. Okay. Uh, Staraptor. Hmm. Uh, made up words. <laughs> Gardevoir. Okay. Not Mega Gardevoir. Just regular Gardevoir. Gardevoir. Uh, Dragonite. Dragonite. Heatran. I missed Heat him a lot. <laughs> and Keldeo. Oh, okay. Because I really wanted to run Keldeo, so. Yeah. And I'm thinking of a doubles team right now too that's gonna have Meloetta in it but i don't know who to, who else to put on it right now hmm cool is cool. that pokemon released yet yes okay every pokemon you can get okay I'll probably run garchomp or something yeah Did, I'm a um, garchomp. freaking uh superior contrary superior ever happen nope oh my still gosh, not a thing what yet what the heck is wrong with them <laughs> yeah that's another thing that's like still really stupid about it like like uh, Game Freak's not putting out like certain things that you can only get like from the Dream World, which is no longer in existence anymore. Hmm. That's right, because they shut down those. So the Dream. They shut is down over, the service literally. with X and Y. So, so like, if your Pokemon are in the Dream World, oh, they're just dead and they're, stuck there. Yeah, like you probably lost them forever limbo. at this point. Oh wow, that's depressing. So <laughs> say goodbye to whatever your Pokemon that was put to sleep permanently. I guess it's like Nightmare point. on Elm Street for video games, just uh, never, never coming back from your dreams. <laughs> Um, this news broke when I think Steve and I were out of town, so I didn't hear comments from either of you two. How do y'all feel about um Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire? I'll play them. Don't know if I'll like do too much for them. I'll I'll check out the new Mega Pokemon to see if there are any new changes that it, that will hopefully save this meta game. I, I <laughs> doubt it. Come <but laughs> on, your optimism is just so cute. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I mean, I don't get why people were, like, surprised. No, I know. <laughs> I was like, there's going to be a new Pokemon game. What's it going to be? It's got to be Ruby and Sapphire yeah. remake. And I know you share my sentiments on third gen about how it's terrible. Yeah, um, not the best gen. Are you still going to get this one? Or? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah that's how I feel. It's yeah, a Pokemon game. Sapphire. And Nintendo played you guys like fiddles. <laughs> yeah. We're part of the problem. We're just Pokemon fans. <laughs> but I'll I'll check it out. I won't uh 
transfer all my dudes from X and Y over to the third gen. Uh, they'll probably have a patch to where you can like get Pokemon on X and Y from trading over from mm-hmm. Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, that sort of thing. Do y'all feel too many Pokemon games starting to come out? Because it's pretty much been annualized since 2009 or 2010. Yeah, I think so. I think they should slow down a bit. I mean, when Black Black came out, and then Black 2 came out, and as soon as Black 2 came out, they announced X and Y, and now X and Y has been out for, I don't know, six months, seven months, and now they announced, of course, the third-gen remakes, and you know, 2015's probably going to bring Z. So, it's, it, it's turning into, you know, it's Call of Duty phase, but... Do, yeah. do you like that? Do you want it to be every year? Would you rather it be every year and a half or two years? Or I feel like there should be a new Pokemon game every two years. Yeah, I'd say that. It's like, let everybody adjust to, like, the increasing number of Pokemon, get used to, like, how battles are fought, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Make them a little bit more spread out, and then just do... I don't know, it seems like they like to cash in on, like, the little, like, extra Pokemon games, like the Mystery Dungeon. and That could be on your off years, yeah. We've been seeing less of those. I agree with Renee on that one. Because we're just seeing main games every year. Yeah, exactly. Maybe one main game every two years, and then, like, Two of those other like little conquests. Although I, I yeah. really did oh, like conquests. Though conquest was amazing. Yeah, I'm saying conquest was really good. Bring back your mystery game. dungeon. Bring back. Though your... I held on to my Eevee, and I was like, I'm gonna wait till I can get a Glaceon, which is like the battle before the last battle is whenever you can open up the thing for a Glaceon. Uh, so I got I'm my Glaceon. Sorry. I was like, yes, Glaceon, finally! And then it was like final battle. I was like, wait a minute. So you didn't even get the user for that long. I didn't. It was depressing. Yeah. Here's a question. Would you play a Dynasty Warriors Pokemon game? Yes. <laughs> well, it depends on what characters you would use. Now, do you mean, like, instead of being, like, an Asian dude swinging a sword, you're, you like, are a Charizard? You Pikachu vomiting yeah. lightning on, like, a thousand other Pikachus. Like, <laughs> all right, I would do that. Wait, yeah. hold up. They already did something like that, though. Pokemon Rumble. Well, I, yeah, but, yeah. It's like I think he's talking about on, on a grander I'm, scale. I'm talking about Dynasty Warriors have a hundred dudes on Pika screen. Pika armies storming the Pika Castle, <laughs> and you are a commander, like in the 1800s or 1400s. You know, that would be the great Pokemon War you, that everybody's talking about. Nintendo, <laughs> obviously, one of the, the, their their strategies right now is other people need to make our games. Yeah, because we can't make them fast enough. So right. obviously, I'm joking with the. Pikachu Dynasty Right, Warriors but I mean, game, something in that vein. I would play it, though. Let some other developer make a Pokemon game, see yeah. what they can do with it. Hmm. Isn't that kind of what Conquest was? Or did Nintendo make that in-house? Well, I don't know. So, I mean, would that be something like that would be on Wii U? Or would that be a 3DS game? Dude, put it on everything. Yeah. Put it on 360. Sell million dollars. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, because you could argue... I mean, of course they're going to make it because of money. But you could argue... Fire Red and Leaf Green and Heart Gold Soul Silver came out because of that there was that divide where you couldn't get your Pokemon from first and second gen up to third gen. So those mm-hmm. existed so you could catch them all. And technically you could get from third gen if you had a, a sort of DS Lite or whatever, but it, it, everybody knew Hoenn's coming back. So. Whoopity-doo. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Renee, what have you been playing this past week? Nothing, sorry. I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> I feel really bad. You lie. You told me you were playing games before the show started. Yeah, I mean, I'm almost done with Hakuoki. That's on a PS3. game. I'm going to get 100% of the trophies on that. I'm just nice. chilling in the back room, and the trophies are raining on me like rain <laughs> from yeah, clouds. Yeah, because you're playing five minutes. <laughs> trophies account. coming. Yep. 
Um, and then Rune Factory before I go to bed. Um, I think I'm about to beat that game, actually. So Possibly. you're going to continue playing it until the credits roll, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should get to the end and then start playing some other game. That's just my opinion. Okay. You know? no, Why waste your time on her, one Steven. game when you can just play a bunch of games and never finish any of them? <laughs> That's the way to do it. Don't encourage her. I think her. I'll do that. I agree. No, I'll do the same. don't look at him. Don't or you could just play a bunch of games and finish them all too. Yeah, there's that's the best way what? to do it. That's that's what I do. I've never <laughs> even thought of that one. You guys are crazy. Yeah. Sense. Actually, I want to. Ooh, what's the game that you just got? I kind of want to play it. The one that you got. Oh yeah, for... Drakengard Three. Uh, I kind of want to play that. That game got terrible reviews, but really? we got Gosh. it. Who cares? That yeah. bad, huh? Is it on PS3 or PS4? PS3. Okay. It, it's it's averaging like a 50 on Metacritic. Uh, I don't dang. Know. Hey, somebody's got to play it. Hey. So. That somebody will be you. Yep. Okay. I will report in next week, possibly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> More trophies for me. Steven, what have you been playing? Oh, man. I You know, Tuesday... Uh, thank you again for helping. Uh, we unloaded uh-huh. a truck full of arcade machines. We sure did. So that was most of my day that day. That was fun because we got Guitar Freaks V8 and Drum Mania V8. Cats out of the bag now. Yeah, so we have uh, the 18th version of both of those games, and we we promptly broke one of them <laughs> immediately. Rocking too hard. Yeah, so you know it's fun when your arcade machines start smelling like burning. <laughs> like burning. Um, I don't think they're supposed to. So we hit the breakers and we shut it down because, I don't know, we were rocking too hard. It was too loud or something. I was playing... I was so scared. That song sounded like I was being murdered. Like I, I like to worship Satan on the weekend. That, that's there's the some crazy music, music in that game. To. That was like that was Ralph's pick, yo. Yeah, I mean, that way was to go, my pick. Dude. So I that mean, song destroyed the machine. You had the volume at whatever they shipped it with. So it's not right. like you cranked it I'd, up. 14 or something, right? Yeah, I didn't turn it up, but there must have been some loose wiring that caused uh, I don't know something to start burning, some jostling. It sounded like like the machine fell over. Yeah, um, I was on the other side of the store, really and it. The I guess one of the amps flickered blew. really bad, and then the burning. Yeah, and then the, the burning, burning smell. So, um, I, you know, I didn't get to play much of that. I'm sure I will soon because we'll get that fixed. And I played some Drum Mania, and I'm terrible at that game. Yeah, you are. I'm really bad at fake that game drums. Is, that game well, it doesn't difficult. help that that game is really hard. Well, I've been playing on normal. So, Ooh, yeah, you know, no more easy for me because that's boring. And, Aww. well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I bet you could play on easy if you just stick to 20s. Wait, so, you mean standard? Oh, standard, yeah, yeah. So, did you, the way it works is the difficulty is based on the number, higher yeah. the number, the harder it is. Yeah. So. Did you play much, like, drum part on Rock Band at all? Not really. Okay. That was my, I guess, least favorite instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I don't know, it just, the, I'm not good at the kick pedal. Mm-hmm. Kick pedal is my enemy, and it still is. So right. I think there's a mode in the arcade game uh, of Drummania where I can ignore the kick pedal. There's baby a code. mode. I can, like put the baby code in, and then I can just play the things I actually enjoy playing, which is everything else. My problem with Drummania, I mean, I'd never played any of those. I know you grew up on those. I, you know, yeah, I grew up on version. them in my 20s. Yeah. Yes. Um, the uh, the way the layout is a little awkward. Yeah, it's it's not like playing real drums. And the, you're saying you're keeping the rhythm with your right hand crossed. Yeah, because the hi hat is too low, like literally right next to your snare. Yeah, and it's supposed to be a little higher. 
which is why on the Rock Band kit, it's only the four pads, but they chart it to the second pad, which is yellow, because you're supposed to keep time with your right hand and right. the snare with your left. Um, but And even then, I like the way Rock Band does it, where the kick pedal is a big orange bar that you can't miss, whereas on this right. one, it's just it's another so icon in the middle of the screen, and it's you hard really to You really get up. used to that quick, though. Really? Yeah, it's because it is the only icon that has like an outline of a foot through it, so <laughs> that's that's an easy way to... I mean, tell. I'm sure if I played it more than once, I yeah, exactly. could get used to the notation. It's just right now we're using a stepladder as a, as a, as a stool, yes, so that kind so of hurts you back a little bit. don't have a drum thrown. I'm going to go to the Guitar Center tomorrow and buy one. <laughs> or Renee says I can't, so I will do that some other day, I guess. Um, but yeah, and we we just have, I don't know, the one game right now, and hopefully we'll have the two soon. Because right. I know you're really excited about this. You was a big secret for yeah. a couple months, and... Well, I, I didn't want to announce anything before it was actually set up at the store and working. <laughs> and lo and behold, you know, after I make the announcement on Facebook, it An stopped working, later, yeah. which is exactly why I didn't want to make the post to begin with. <laughs> so uh, we also, in the same arcade topic, we, we finally got our Neo Geo fixed. Yeah. And it's back. It looks it's back and better than ever. It looks gorgeous. It looks awesome. Yeah. Sweet. The CRT, if you've not been to Gameware to look at look at our Neo Geo it has never looked as good as it looks now. That CRT looks brand new. What games can I play on this Neo Geo machine? I'm glad you asked because we have six <laughs> games to pick from. Six. That's right. So right now we've got one of my favorites, Neo Turf Masters, the golf classic <laughs> from Neo Geo. So it's it's this funny animated golf game with ridiculous caricature people to play golf as. Um, that's our least popular game. So we've also got uh, Metal Slug 3. Okay. Which is fun, and it's a quarter muncher. Uh, yeah. You will spend lots of tokens, and I, I didn't mention this. We only the Neo Geo costs one token to play. What arcade uh, can you go to all and play a days. game for one token? I'd like to, to go to that arcade, well, and I can. I can go to Gameware. Yeah, this is Gameware, dude. <laughs> so we've got Metal Slug Three. Uh, we've also got Grow, Mark of the Wolves, one of my all-time favorite fighting games. Uh, then we've also got a terrible fighting game. We've got S SVC. Uh, Cap, what is chaos. It? Chaos. Yeah. SK versus Capcom Chaos, which is cool just for the spectacle because it's obviously not as popular as, uh, as I guess SNK or Capcom made. SNK. Yeah, Capcom made their version, which was popular, but SNK made their version, which wasn't popular because it was on the arcade and it was just on Neo Geo. So who, who had that? If you didn't live in Mexico, you didn't play it. <laughs> Those so, sprites were very weird, too. Well, I, I like them, though. Plus, that you that's the only fighting game I know of where you can be the alien from Metal Slug. This is also true, He's a yeah. special character. Hmm. Um, and then we've also got, not plugged in now because it's a four-slot Neo Geo, um, but we've got the uh, Samurai Shodown 5, which is not very good. And then I think we've got Real Bout 2. Um, and that's a great game as well. I should mention that this the whole Neo Geo setup was property of uh former gameware employee and my former roommate uh ben lewis <laughs> from hellfire games who was on the show a couple episodes ago uh he owned the, the machine it was inside of a, a sit-down cabinet when we were in college in, in our apartment and then he sold the, the machine to gameware a few years uh later after i guess after we were done with college <laughs> so it's been in gameware's mitts for a while but um, it wasn't a sit-down cabinet, and then we put it in a stand-up cabinet, and then, I don't know, something broke, but it's back, <laughs> so who cares? So, Big shout-out to our arcade tech Conrad. I'm sure you're <laughs> listening right now. He lives in Metairie uh, near New Orleans and fixes our broken crap after we break it. He's, he's pretty good about 
knowing how to fix this stuff because hell if I know. I, I can't <laughs> fix any of that. But I'm really glad that we got a new monitor because, like I said, it looked great. Mm-hmm. And it looked terrible before. It was all green yeah. and dark. You really couldn't see anything. You could put tokens on it, but you couldn't play it. <laughs> Uh, other than that, I played a little bit of Wolfenstein on PS4. Okay. That, that came out last fun. week. Really? Okay. Yeah, you shoot so many Nazis in the face. <laughs> They're just coming at you. You take their helmets and you get a little armor. So you're playing a first-person shooter? Yeah, well, I'm playing Wolfenstein. Oh, okay. so that's it's, There's no multiplayer. It's but this just, isn't made by... That's made by a lot of people that worked uh, worked on, on like the Riddick, the Riddick yeah. games. Yeah. Those are phenomenal on original Xbox, or that one, Butcher Bay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Didn't they make another Riddick game? And it had Butcher Bay on it. Athena? Yeah, I never played that one. Neither did I. So. But Wolfenstein's great if you're just looking for a solid single-player... Do you kill Mecha Hitler? No, he's already dead, man. He's uh, not coming back. There's some other dude. zombie Mecha Hitler? Well, maybe. I haven't gotten that far. Oh, okay. I'm in the first chapter. Gotcha. So I was in an airplane, and I get shot down. But before that happened, I was running around the airplane, airplane trying to fix it. <laughs> So I was grabbing tools, and then I was manning like a turret, and I got shot. How? Do, where does this fall in the Wolfenstein lore? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So this is a uh, set in the '60s. I guess what 30 years after the, um, I guess the Nazis won in this alternative universe. Mm-hmm. So their technology has advanced uh, beyond that of the first game or the third game, technically. I right. guess. Um, so this is just set. Still in the past, but in the future, compared to older Wolfenstein games. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I haven't played much of it, so I can't tell you much. Other than the first level was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, but it's so far it's just corridors. You know, it's not like open world or anything. I'm pretty much. It's, just it's going using straight. the rage engine, right? Yeah, which is weird because that was that game was all about huge open environments. And well, this no, game there are a lot not. of corridors in that game too. Yeah, but the whole mega texture thing, of right. Tech Five, was that you could create these huge, expansive environments with, uh, I guess, little drain on your cpu right just, you're true. loading these huge textures and mm-hmm. i haven't noticed any big textures in this game but maybe they're coming later i doubt it so but it's fun that's good it's probably the only kind of shooter i'll play is something like this um, something that does not take itself too seriously and oh, okay so it's kind of tongue i mean it's not like duke nukem tongue-in-cheek uh, but it's not serious super serious call of duty or halo fair enough like i'm not saving the world i'm just shooting nazis in the face so hopefully that will i got a team of guys around me that are going to save the world i'm not going to do it you know we're all going to do it together cool the last level i started before uh yesterday i was ascending this huge wall to get into this nazi base and it must be i don't know like a mile high Hmm. so i'm climbing these ropes and shooting at guys that are falling towards me a lot of robot dogs Robot dogs. Robot Nazi dogs powered Mecha by, dogs. I don't know, diesel, diesel-powered <laughs> robot dogs. And there's this giant robot thing that just steps on things, so I tried not to get stepped on. I did not get stepped on. Hmm. Are you all like fighting over the TV space as she plays Hakuoki and you're playing this? No, uh, we don't have issues remote like play that. on your Vita. I hmm. cannot do that because, I don't know, I have crappy uh, router problems. I've tried oh, right. remote play a few times and I Oh, that's hasn't worked out. Really? Yeah, I don't really care. I don't really want to do that anyway. Right. Um, but I've heard some people say it works great. Doesn't work great for me, so I don't even bother anymore. Fair enough. Pretty much, uh, I've only had like the one Wolfenstein session, and Renee was uh, I don't know at work or something. I don't know where you were. Yeah, where was I? I don't know. 
<laughs> you were coming home, and I was playing Wolfenstein, and you pulled up, and I just turned it off. I was like, don't want to subject Renee to this loudness. What? It's loud. Really? It yeah. It's a lot like, of explosions. Yeah. The, so there's something wrong, too, because uh, this game, the audio mix is weird, um, and, and sometimes my speakers wouldn't play anything. It's like the sound would cut out. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. There's a patch, a 90 megabyte patch that I installed after I played. That's one thing I love about PS4. I can play the game before the patch. It doesn't make me wait to Technically, download the Technically, you could patch. do that on PS3. You just couldn't play it online. Oh, yeah. See, I'm online. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then I just install it when I'm done with my, my session. And another thing, and I'm not... I know I always sound like I'm like pro-Sony and anti-Microsoft, but... I love on PS4 how I can just put a disc in and start playing in two minutes. You know, yeah. I don't have to wait an hour to install the damn thing, and I just would not have the patience uh, mm-hmm. otherwise. So, part of the reason why I enjoy console games is to avoid that hour-long installation process. Yeah, uh, you know, but whatever. So, it's pretty much it. I don't think I played anything else this week. I didn't get to. I wanted to play more Super Time Force. I did not. But I'm, same here. I'm totally gonna do that because I I really like that game. But let's uh no that's not true. Let's talk about Watch Dogs. Yeah, I did play uh Watch Dogs. Who watches the Watch Dogs? Renee does. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that game had a lot of hype coming into it. Yeah, it sold so much. Yeah. Right. It sold like a billion copies on Tuesday. There seemed to be there seems to be a lot of mixed reception with this well i actually disagree i think the reception's overwhelmingly positive but that doesn't mean that i want to continue playing this game yeah i mean you look at the reviews it's like 82 80 percent 80 that's to me that's solid Mm -hmm. you know but word of mouth around our little group of friends either we all have that group think going or i don't know what's up those reviews a lot of i'm not a big fan of it you just said you don't yeah i'm not a big fan of it because my friends i talked to them with them about it they are not big fans of it so far it just maybe we're not far enough in i'm only like four hours in i'm kind of done with the last generation yeah and this game doesn't do anything for me that you know couldn't be done on 360 or ps3 correct that doesn't mean i'm not i'm I'm not i didn't stop buying 360 games i didn't stop buying you know ps3 games but for me like i've got no reason to play watchdogs it feels like i'm it feels like a job to me like it feels like, oh, I've got to go to this map and I've got to like find this mission or find this thing. It's just it's, none of it's interesting or fun to me. I feel like they do a really bad job of um, introducing you. I don't expect it to be handholdy and tutorial heavy, but when he just drops you in, there's like oh, yeah, eight there's different none- colorful icons on the screen. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is all this? Yeah, there's nothing that's like, hey, you should do this maybe, or you should go look at this thing. Also. I never understood all the complaints on the driving in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, you do now, don't you? But because that was always fine to me. But this fucking game and these cars feel like I'm driving a boat on like ice. Yeah. It is terrible. They should make a game where you drive boats on ice. <laughs> That'd be fun. Ice road boaters. I would totally buy that. Or jet skis on ice. <laughs> jet skis on ice. They did. You could do that on yeah Wave Race 64. But only totally... if you played on expert and you yep. got to that level. Let's talk about that more. <laughs> Sorry. No, I agree. <laughs> Games, I... This is side. I promise it won't take long. No, go ahead. The, for me, when you have to choose a difficulty in a game, I like the game to fundamentally change. Like GoldenEye, if you choose a harder difficulty on N64 GoldenEye, you have different mission objectives. Right. The levels are completely different. A Wave Race, 
also on 64. The harder your difficulty, the 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 the, the arena, the race, the the routes you take are just completely different. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no rubber banding. There's no no enemies just have three times as much health. Or... So while I don't remember choosing a difficulty in Watch Dogs, I think I did. Was there? I don't uh, know. I don't remember. Seems like those, you know, most games just make it to where, like you say, it's just you have less health. They have more yeah. bullets. You, so that's not interesting to me. And does the hacking stuff just doesn't feel good? It's it. It just becomes push a button to blow something up and then pull out your gun and shoot people. Yeah, I and, and going through the cameras, it's you know, I I thought that it would there'd be multiple ways to do this. Like yeah, I can go into puzzle like there's like no, three cameras yeah. and it's like obvious. I got to go to this I camera. I came from this camera one. and there's yeah. only one other camera available in my field of view. So guess where I'm going? That camera. I did really like that opening sequence in the baseball stadium though, yeah. because I just, it's an interesting setting for a game to, mm-hmm. to have a level in. You yeah. See that that's true. Often. Well, in Assassin's Creed three, you do something similar to soccer stadium, stadium and, yeah. I think, but the, um, this game reminds me of why I hate stealth games. Because in one of the missions I did, I'm trying to infiltrate a something for some reason. And Ice cream manufacturing sure. plant. And I take my time. I set off some traps. I go on the cameras. I mark the dudes. I like, you know, stealth kill a couple guys. Sounds like you did it perfectly. And then I get to the last two guys. I take okay. out the first guy and miss the second guy, and he kills me. You get started all over. 15 minutes back. And I just don't want to creep through all that again. And then it's yeah. like, well, I guess I'll just pull out my gun and shoot guys, but that's not the point of that game. If I want a cover-based shooter, I'll go play Gears of War. And then that's the last mission I did, because it was just really just kind of frustrating. Also, the main character has a terrible Batman voice, and that drives me crazy. Like, mm. his Batman voice is worse than Christian Bale's. And I don't know if he's trying to put on this Batman voice, or if that's how he's naturally supposed to talk, but it's really bad. Um, and I don't know, I'm just, I got it, I mean, I was trying to play it every day, and I just, I don't want to do this. Make yourself play a game, that doesn't sound like a... <laughs> no, I mean, again, you, like you said, it's getting 80s, 70s, 80s, that's positive, yeah, that's solid reviews. reviews. How, what, how, what am I missing? Uh, well, you know, it's hard to make a game that big, and it's hard to make <laughs> a game, so you gotta at least give them credit for having no. 3,000 employees that can make a, a wonderful... And, and this um, game just still felt rushed. Even though it got delayed like twice, it still felt rushed and incomplete. From what little bit I've played. Yeah. So maybe I just need to give it more time and it'll open up and I'm still maybe going through all like the core stuff to teach how the game works and then it'll open up. I don't know. But the map's too big and it has all those stupid like infiltrate this tower to unlock the things like every Ubisoft game has now. Pretty much the only missions I've done so far involve driving around yeah. and I mean, like that's you the other said, thing that made me rage quit the stealth driving level. Yeah. Did you do that one? Is that the one where you had to follow, like... The guy, like, robbed a bank, killed his partner, and you have to go, like, get him out? Right. And so I understand it's supposed to be, like, a stealth game, and you're supposed to just, I guess, turn your brain off and it's a video game. But I can't do that when they try to make it kind of semi-realistic, where they have, like, police barricades set up and helicopters flying and cop cars going after you. So you can't be driving all crazy because obviously they're looking for somebody. But they got in a car. You got in a car they didn't see. And one of the mechanics is you can pull over to the side of the road, kill your engine, and hide in the car. So you look like just a parked car. But for some reason, if you're sitting there parked and no one saw you park and a cop drives by, you're busted. Yeah. They magically know it's you. Or if you're driving behind another car who's also driving on this block street, they ignore that car and immediately bust you. And I know it's just supposed to be you should avoid the cops to find a different way, but that doesn't make sense. There's no way they should know who I am if I just casually drive by them, and it's just really frustrating. 
Like that's not fun. And I did that part like eight times. So, man, no, there's no way. Eight redoing a a single mission eight times in a row is just not a recipe for fun. So. It turns out you're supposed to turn down this one little alleyway I missed, and then cut over to a different way, and that's how you beat it. Spoiler alert. You have to go the specific direction. Yeah. Just, uh... Exactly. Cause I, anyway, so not a big fan of Watch Dogs so far. I like stealing people's money from their cell phones. That's funny. <laughs> and some of the, when you pull up your profile and you read people and what they do, or you can like snoop in other text messages some of that's pretty funny yeah you find any of the guys that are like freestyle rapping yeah while walking around <laughs> apparently I'm the best rapper in chicago nobody knows <laughs> apparently i used tyler's in this game sure as an not? npc yeah that's not interesting to me either i don't care for her oh and then there's the uh did you get to the invading part no okay. oh the any multiplayer no i didn't get to yeah no they, they did it like they dark did. souls yeah sure <laughs> you can well that also got kind of annoying because i can't you opt out of that? Yeah, you can. But so if it's like, annoying, it's your fault. Well, okay, I say it's annoying. It's because I want to go start a mission, but and then it kicks you into that, which is supposed to do because it's supposed to be like, oh, teach you how to do yeah. it. So then you get invaded, and someone's trying to hack your phone, so you have to find them and kill them. They just look like an NPC, so that's kind of cool. But then you have to do it to them, and I got caught, so whatever. Because it's really hard because you pull out the profiler and you're there's like a circle of where they are on and, the map. Yeah, and eventually you just run out of dudes to look at. And if you look at the person, it it tells you that's who it is. So you don't. It's not like Assassin's Creed multiplayer where you can kind of try to blend into the crowd. Yeah. It's just you look at them like that's it. Shoot them in the face, and then it's over. So you kind of have to hide. But um, but then I try to go back and start that mission. It's like you're being evaded again. So I went and did it, and I went back. It's like you're being evaded. Okay, I get it. Stop. So I, yeah, you can turn that off, but I feel like that's. It's I like, would just like turn that off. That does not sound fun to me. But then why don't why do you have it in Dark Souls? I'm why not you playing. I'm not playing Watch Dogs. <laughs> I turn the whole game off. No, I'm saying, but why you could say that with Dark Souls? Why don't you just turn the invasion part off or unplug your? Yeah, Ethernet? you could. You yeah. could just play offline. But that's part of the game. Right? Exactly. Fundamentally, it's yeah. part of that game. Yeah. Fundamentally, it's not part of Watch no, Dogs. I feel like they kind of shoehorned it in because. Wow, we need some multiplayer cool feature. We need something. Yeah. They should just do drag racing. They got this whole city just drag illegal street <laughs> racing. Just turn Watch Dogs into Midnight Club. It's going to sell a million more copies. One thing I do want to try that I've heard people talk highly of, but I don't know these days, uh, the like the multiplayer with like the iPad, where someone has like the iPad and they're trying to fuck with you. And I honestly have that. I have zero interest in any game using some second device to do anything. That's I just, cool. It's I probably just, it's probably sucks, but it, I've heard positive things from trying something before the game I came guess. out. Yeah. And um, so yeah, I'll probably try to give Watch Dogs another try because it was so big and so hyped and it's hey, so great. Look at those reviews, man. It looks good. If this game would have come out in November, I probably would like it more. But after last November, yeah, when it was supposed to, yeah, but and it'd probably be really shitty because it wouldn't be finished, right? <laughs> probably. <laughs> but I mean, now after, again, after playing Infamous, I compare every game I play on my PS4 to it should look like this. That's the problem I have, and mm -hmm. I shouldn't. I mean, I, I enjoyed Dark Souls too. On you know after. Right. Good game, good looking games came out, but on PS4 it's hard to actually oh, right. put a game in there. Dark Souls and... 2 is on PS3. Yeah. You're, right. This is PS4. Right. I paid four hundred dollars for this machine. I want it to look as good as this other game did. You're entitled. You shouldn't. Have, you shouldn't expect. <laughs> it. Bound and Flame doesn't look that good, so did you go play that one too? And then, um, other than Watch Dogs again, just more, more Hearthstone. Yeah. So you played that at Gameware. I actually got to see you I play did. that. Looks pretty smooth on that iPad. Yeah. Renee's shaking her head. <laughs> She's not interested in Hearthstone. <laughs> What's your problem over there, little miss? She's not like it. <laughs> I don't know. 
No problem. No, you. Oh. What? Do you have it? I mean, yeah, I downloaded it. I haven't played it. Oh, you haven't played it. Yeah. Okay. You don't want me to You'll get addicted. Oh, God, I don't. I don't have an addictive personality. <laughs> you don't have to spend money. I haven't spent any money. That's good. Yeah, I'm not the type to spend money on anything. Pretty much illegally obtain all my games. So you know <laughs> what. Mr. <laughs> yeah, we know that's not true. Yeah, so Vaughn, you don't want to encourage that. Just because it's free to play doesn't mean that it's like Adam said. You can enjoy that game without spending any money on it. So I mean, I mean, if I want to see like take ranked matches seriously, I should probably spend money. But I don't. I'm not see you win your matches at GameWare. Yeah, no problem. Those are those are just like unranked. But either way. Vaughn, you should play Hearthstone. Yeah, you've been, you've been trying, trying to get to, me to yeah, play Hearthstone for like the past like five out. days. <laughs> That's kind of just a running gag with kinda, him now. Kind of don't really want to get into it, though. I've got too many other games to play, man. Do you have an iPad? No, I don't. I mean, that's like the format to play that on. I would set your computer and play Hearthstone. You know. I like to go to the beach and play Hearthstone, <laughs> go to the bowling alley, play Hearthstone. Yeah. Let's take a break. On the other side, we'll read some news. What's coming out next week? We've got some emails. It'll be a good ha- second half. So stick around. Gameware Express. We'll be right back. And we're back. You know, I think Renee knew all of the hot news coming out this week because she left. Yeah, she left. She's like, you guys are suckers, and I already know this, so I don't want to hear it again. It is after midnight. Yeah. So, Um, But for all of us not in the know, Stephen, hey, what is going on this week in the world of news? Not much. (laughs) Okay. Kind of a slow week. I bet. Well, I I hate seeing reductions, uh, redundancies in, in jobs, um, but we saw some this week. Um, Future Publishing out of uh, the UK uh, cut 170 jobs. That's not good. That's not good. They completely shut down Edge Online, so that's no longer a thing. Oh wow, yeah. Just seeing a lot of um, you know game publishing companies, not not games, but publishing companies that do magazines and on and websites just kind of get smaller or consolidated over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, IGNs of Davis, Future, all this just shrinking. You know, media, games media is a, is a rough business to be in. So uh, hopefully those fine folks can find jobs and, um, you know, get back on their feet. Yeah. Also, I know close to you and, and my heart is Harmonix. I uh, also saw redundancies this uh, this past week. That's sad news, considering last week we were just celebrating their you know, yeah. Amplitude Kickstarter success. I, I I don't know if we know you know whose jobs were sacrificed, but 37 employees at Harmonix seems like a lot. Yeah, because they only... They can't they be more than 100. 150, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they can even be that much, but... 37. So who knows what they were doing? And again, hopefully they can find uh, jobs. This is what happens when you take Connect out of the box. Pretty much. So Harmonix is the only people who develop Connect games anyway, besides Rare. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, they haven't said who, who it was. And, um, but that makes sense to me if this is related to the connect news, you know, with Fantasia being their next big game and maybe they don't need all those employees or artists or I don't know. Also, so. I mean, like you said before the show, I think that makes sense why their Kickstarter was so. Yeah, 18 days quick. is weird and that's short. Maybe they knew this was coming because Alex Rogopoulos, former CEO of Harmonix, now crea- uh, chief creative officer, mm-hmm. seems like a downgrade in position. So. Yeah, I mean, he's a co founder, so I guess he made this move himself because it's not like Harmonix is publicly traded, so they're like, I have a board that's demoting right. him. Yeah. Maybe he just wants less responsibility or just wants to be more creative i don't know well we'll see where that goes maybe in the next couple of weeks we'll find out you know why the restructuring was required talk to eric pope next week yeah in person (laughs) well i probably won't want to mention that yeah it's kind of a sore subject so um speaking of that e3 is coming up Mm -hmm. that's exciting so we we ship off in like nine days yeah not this sunday but next Mm -hmm. so yeah eight days actually right technically Technically saturday now Um, so with E3 coming up, uh, there's a lot of things that are leaking constantly still. So Zelda Williams tweeted that she will be doing something extra special at E3 this year. Hmm. Don't know what that is. Hmm, she says like it's supposed to be unexpected, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, when you hear Zelda Williams, I assume E3, it's a Zelda announcement. So maybe it's gonna be. Oh, she's probably in Last Guardian. She, she <laughs> is. She is the Last Guardian. Wait, didn't you say Nintendo? Or no, did you say Zelda? She just said something special. Oh, okay. So, so if you don't know who Zelda Williams is, it's Robin Williams' daughter. He's a fan of the series, so. and they both. Yeah. So she's named after. That's pretty stupid. She's named after Zelda, the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Maybe so. a new Metroid game. <laughs> yeah, that's where know, that would go. I mean, it, she's gonna voice Samus. She is Metroid now. <laughs> Can she crawl? You guys are are betting on that it's a Nintendo thing. It could be anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be. She's gonna be the new Gears of War main character. She's the new. Yeah, exactly. So she's president. I would of not Sony. expect that. <laughs> so that's weird. Yeah, uh, she's not really a celebrity. No. But She's the daughter of a celebrity Close with the name of a famous video game. Yeah. Zelda uh, and Metro are two cool dudes. What? My favorite uh, pre-E3 news is, is the ongoing uh, Project Beast saga. <laughs> so the whole spiritual Demon Souls, Dark Souls nonsense rumor that leaked about a month ago. We now have video footage of that. Yeah, you sent me that. It's yeah. like jank-ass link. That uh, looks- that's not jank. That's WebM, <laughs> son. That's the future. The future of, of the internet. It looked like Dark Souls. Yeah, it looks good. With a gun. With a gun that kind of spews fire on things. So, How do you feel about that? I feel great. Um, I don't, with the guns? Yeah, sure. Just give it to me now. <laughs> don't, let, don't make me wait. Because uh, I will play that. Do you it, think that shows what's up? What's the difference a- between a gun that has short range and like a spell? To me, yeah. there's no difference. It, it works just as fast as my spell, sort That's of. True. You know. Do you think that shows up at a specific press conference? Or? Yeah, dude, it shows up at Sony's press conference as a PS4 exclusive. Dark Souls 2 showed up at Microsoft's press conference last yeah, year because I was there. This probably won't be on anything but <laughs> PS4. You think so? I'm betting that this is going to be a, like a split development with Sony Japan and from okay. software. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just my guess. So. I'd be surprised if this was on anything other than PS4. Hmm. Okay, so. fair enough. And then maybe you'll see Dark Souls 3 on everything in a year and a half or two years. But the uh, the, the actual footage looks exactly like I want that game to look. Mm-hmm. They they showed some, I guess, like a clip of your character wearing your hat and your armored, I don't know, like 
animal skin armor walking around this environment and walking through uh through a like a soul door just like in the other you know other games and then walking up to a boss and whipping out some sharp bladed weapon that cuts off dramatically looked pretty badass <laughs> so the amount of time that I've spent on the other games in this series, uh, if this was a real game and is announced at E3, it's instantly my most anticipated game on any platform, period. When do you think that comes out? Uh, you know, I would want it to come out this year, realistically, probably in 2015. But that could easily be done, especially since you keep saying Dark Souls 2 is probably their B team, if yeah, their A team has been working on this. Just when was the last time you saw a big game that was announced that actually came out that year? For me, it was Diddy Kong Racing on N64. <laughs> it was announced, and then it was in stores like three weeks later. Like, seriously, within I'm, a month. I know, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I can't. I remember when that game came out. I was they super were just excited like, for it. Hey, we're making this game, and hey, you can buy it tomorrow now. If it's not an iPhone game, it's probably not if coming out. If they would out. have waited and announced Far Cry 4 at their press conference this year, that comes out in November, but they announced that early. Yeah, that is that. Yeah, that, that was announced this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that would be a game that was announced and then came out the same year. Yeah. If it comes out this fall. That's true. Ubisoft likes to delay things and then have it not look as good. Right. The Division will happen to this. Yeah. For me, The Division just looks like another game I won't want to play. Everyone so. was so hyped when that came out, and I was just well, I wasn't. like, what? Exactly. Yeah. The door closes. Ooh. Exactly. I was about to say that. <laughs> hey, did you get your PAX Prime tickets? <laughs> well, too late. Sold out. Sold out in like 20 minutes. Dang. And they're already you know, like you know flipped on eBay for a lot more. So I just oh, need well. to look for those Pax East tickets so I can exactly. go to that Harmonics VIP party by myself. Sorry, dude, not going. But you know, <laughs> tell them I said hey. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's crazy. I actually when the Pax Prime tickets went on sale, I clicked on the thing to buy them, mm -hmm. and then it said. You know, you have to wait here until the tickets actually become available. And then I went somewhere and came back nine hours later, and the window was open, but it said sold out. So I <laughs> yeah. guess I had the opportunity to buy the tickets to a show I won't go to, but I missed it. I got Pax Prime tickets like three years ago, and I couldn't make it. So I Didn't sold you them. just sell them for basically face? Yeah, I sold year? them for face. Yeah. I'm not See, a douche. You're a nice guy. <laughs> the um, But yeah, those go really quickly. They do. And how do you... I mean, and there's no way to counter that you know what i'm saying it's right, not like right. how do you fairly do this without just click immediately it's like buying lsu football tickets when i was in college it was pretty much just well yeah. have fun hope the website doesn't crash i shouldn't say sold out the four-day pass is sold out yeah that's only about once that night like you could still buy saturday passes and sunday passes and friday whatever so uh we did get the june playstation plus lineup yeah so we can do our monthly playstation plus advertisement so if you are not familiar with this service, uh, PlayStation Plus has $50 a year membership, uh, access to online multiplayer on PS4, and gives you free game downloads on PlayStation formats every month. Uh, so there are going to be six games this month and from now on, apparently. Mm -hmm. So the way they'll do it is two games on PS3, two games on Vita, and two games on PS4. Uh, so this will be the first month we have more than one game on PS3. So this will be... PS4. Yeah, sorry. This will be the last month you can download Resogun for free if you haven't already. It's been like six months. So if you free. haven't already, go to yeah. your browser. Go to your browser. Go and to your hit 
buy and just don't download it. Yeah, don't download it. Sony themselves on their blog actually Did showed people how to do that. <laughs> That's funny. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so uh, for PS3, you'll be able to enjoy NBA 2K14 and Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time. Okay. That's cool. I mentioned to you earlier, 2K14 is another example of a game that if I was going to play it, I'd probably just rather play the PS4, PS4. version. But hey, it's free. And Sly Cooper, that's weird for them putting it on PS3 and not Vita, considering the trilogy just came out on Vita this past week. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, but on Vita, you'll be able to play Terraria, which is a really popular game. Yeah, that's interesting. And Mutant Muds Deluxe, which I played on the 3DS, and that game is very fun. I've heard, let's say I've heard yeah. good things about that one. And on the PS4, you can play Pixel Junk Shooter and Trying to Complete Story. Cool. I was this close to mine trying to like a month ago. And now you don't have to. It's twenty dollars, you know, and it was actually on sale on sale on Steam for three dollars, and I logged on to PS4 store to see how much it was, and twenty was too much, but free is the right price. Do you think they planned on? Because we were just talking about the well, we were mainly talking about when do you think they're going to go to retail games for free? But yeah. do you think they planned on going to two games on PS4 this June, or was that to counteract Microsoft to announce last week? That you know you'll be getting Halo Wars and or I mean Halo Spartan Assault and whatever else on Xbox One. I'm surprised they didn't go two games on PS4 last month. Um, yeah, I did expect it. So I guess this is just a little later than I did. Yeah. It was just a matter of time. And you know, every month the PS4 is out, its indie library gets bigger and bigger, which just becomes more fodder for PSN sales and mm-hmm. plus games. So, uh, but those are also the six games that I'm interested in playing. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Um, another free thing that's coming out is, uh, I like to call it your FIFA update for <laughs> FIFA 14. So if you have the Xbox One and PS4 version of FIFA 14. I, I have that. But you also wanted to get the, the wonderful World Cup content. They did not make that. that they didn't make. PlayStation 4. But it was a $60 game on PS3 yeah. and 360. Now it's a free upgrade for okay. Xbox One. That's kind of cool, actually. So FIFA coming at you. Hmm. Um, I guess that's just going to give you more game content for FIFA, so you can play your World Cup fantasies out. Because I mean, if FIFA, spend more have, money on real cards, right? Yeah. Those little fake cards. The uh, FIFA Ultimate Team. I mean, because they have some national teams in FIFA, but they don't have all of them. So I can't like play all the little African countries. Well, can I play Brazil? Probably. Sweet. Yeah, you can play Brazil, Germany. Yeah. America. I don't want to play America. They're probably not good. Italy? They're probably good. Italy's, yeah, I think so. Probably good at falling down, faking. <laughs> I got hurt. Uh, so, you know, I've been playing a lot of Wolfenstein. So have 100,000 other people. Unfortunately, they didn't actually buy the game because Ooh. they act, they pirated it. One hundred Over 100,000 people That's have a lot. illegally downloaded Wolfenstein New Order, and they're probably all Nazis. Wow. <laughs> or Nazi sympathizers. So, do they have some weird thing where like the game breaks halfway through, or something funny happens if you pirated it, or is it? They should do that. I don't know if they did. I know Batman had that thing where the if you downloaded it, the cape open. didn't work. Yeah. If you pirate it, that's when Mega Mecha Hitler should show up and just like destroy you. Or like your get your gun gets jammed constantly, <laughs> and funny. there's an animation like, "What doesn't this gun work, man?" <laughs> My favorite is still the pirated version of Earthbound. <laughs> oh yeah, that's kind of depressing. <laughs> Let's you play the entire game, but then you get to the end and just it like deletes your game save. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, for sharing favorite pirate stories, mine um is actually oh, what was that ripoff game called um. Like game Clay dev fighter, game dev tycoon. Oh, game dev. Yeah, all your games don't sell. Yeah, because people are pirating them. That is pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. And of so, course, the newest 
form of uh, one. Well, this isn't this isn't done by Ubisoft, but it's actually done by the pirates. So if you download Watch Dogs illegally, you get a Bitcoin miner in your software <laughs> that makes money for the pirates. That's that great. made the software. That's that's great. Kind of crazy. How did they get the metrics for that? Did they just go into the BitTorrents and like for an hour study who downloaded it? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, because. They always talk about the number of people who pirate Game of Thrones. Right. Like, how do they get this number? Just how many people are seeding it? Or, like, I don't... I don't know. They've got to have metrics. Um, I will ask you guys a question. What do these franchises have in common? I'm going to list four. Final Fantasy, Grand Theft Auto, FIFA, and Lego. What do they all have in common? Can you think of anything... Mm, they all have humanoid characters, and um, yeah, that's they all, true. They yeah. all uh, they're all numbered. Yeah, no, they've you're all incorrect. Sold actually, there's a no shit ton of copies. They have. They they've all of those franchises have sold over 100 million copies. Wow. Lego included. Okay. Wow, which I mean, blows that my mind. That's crazy. Th- there's like 20 Lego games. There are every year. There's three. And they sell very That's well. That's nuts, 100. But Lego's done it in six years. You know, Final yeah. Fantasy, Grand Theft Auto, I think all those games have been around for longer than a decade. Some of them have been around for 20 years. Huh. But 100 million sold is nothing to, uh, to ignore. That's, right. That's, <laughs> Kids that's love huge. Lego games. Yeah. And some adults do, too. Lego Marvel is great. Yeah. So that did surprise me. Um, another numbers thing that I pulled down was I saw that Candy Crush uh, put out, or the people that make that game, whoever they are, King, um, King yeah, they put out a little press release uh, saying that Candy Crush alone has made more money than all of Nintendo's games combined <laughs> in the last quarter, last earnings quarter. Wow. So well, Mario Kart wasn't out then, guys. That's true. Mario Kart wasn't out. Let's, let's see what made more money today. It's probably still Candy Crush. But real quick, what... What did Nintendo release the last quarter? Donkey Kong Tropical, Tropical Freeze. Freeze. Yeah. Okay. Well, Yoshi's. No, nah, Yoshi would have been this quarter. I don't know. Not much. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they should compare. I don't know. November. That's true. Because I thought you said at first month. I thought you said year, but then like no, he said quarter. Yeah. And Nintendo quarter. didn't release much, so that they could say that. I guess. If you trace it back to November, where like. Pokemon was like starting to be sold, and then yeah. Zelda and I don't know. I think Candy Crush may have still made more money. Though. That's true. So. People, I don't know. Didn't like Pokemon like with. make like ten million on like the first day, <laughs> no, or something like that. It was ridiculous. They sold. It wouldn't be too hard to do it. Forty dollars a copy. Oh, you know. oh, make ten million, not sell ten million. You know what's going to make them like better. ten million in like a day, something like that. You know what's going to make Nintendo a lot of money? What's that? Pushmo World. Hell yeah. Coming to Wii U, baby. Hell <laughs> yeah. I, I can finally turn my Wii U back on because Pushmo is excellent. Vaughn, did you play Pushmo? I did not. Get did you like, out of here. Do you like Catherine? Yes. Then you'll like this game. It's okay. just without all the How sexy, you, naughty parts. Okay. How did you not like Pushmo? Go down that. I, I actually, never got to it. <laughs> right now, Pushmo and Crashmo are on sale. So you have no excuses. They're like $4 right now. Okay. I'll get them. That's on your 3DS. That's fine. I could do that. You should play it. You I'll know what? I, um, and Hearthstone. You know what I'm going to get? <laughs> What's that? In a couple of weeks, Rise of Nations is coming out on Steam. I, I know you're a fan of that series. That game is so yeah. good. I love any real, a real-time strategy game where you can make your AI for the, for the opponent, the enemy AI, the computer, completely stupid. <laughs> so you just set, that, you set the computer to idiot. And then I can make my nukes and my like warships and just take out 
their guys still riding horses throwing rocks at me because <laughs> they don't progress their technology fast enough and I'm I'm literally programming my nuke like straight up there. <laughs> yeah. So if you've never played Rise of Nations, you can pick a nation and each country has uh, different positives and negatives as far as like resource management and, and technology. Uh, and it's almost like a little game of risk, only when you select an enemy to attack, it's a real-time strategy game. Okay. Where you go from throwing rocks at each other, Stone Age technology, all the way up to modern military tactics. That's pretty cool. So, when did this come out? Uh, 2003, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. And it's one of my all-time favorite RTS games. So, I'm so it totally, is real-time. Yeah, so yeah. I keep saying I want to get into Civ, and I think that's turn-based. That is turn-based. Yeah. yeah. But with, you know, Age of Empires came back to Steam a while ago with some updates and better graphics, and this will have the same treatment. Hmm. So Microsoft did repurchase the rights to the IP a while back. No one knew that, I guess, until <laughs> this press release came out. It was just known that a mysterious buyer purchased, because uh, I think that may have been a part of THQ's fire sale. I think you're right. Yeah. So I guess we found out who actually bought the rights back to that, and it's Microsoft. Hmm. Who would have thought it? Because it was their game to begin with. Right. So, um, another thing we got was a release date for Ratchet, uh, Ratchet and Clank Trilogy on the Vita. Mm-hmm. Well, not a release date. It's just that it's coming out. No, we have release dates for Europe and Australia, but not, but not, not in America. I wonder if that will run as poorly as all the other collections do on the Vita. I know Jack did. I haven't heard anything about Sly. I heard it run poorly. Okay, then yeah. Ratchet probably will too, unfortunately. That's great. So just don't buy those. Buy one your PS3 instead. Yeah, they run much better on that. So, uh, we some weird news here. I don't know much about this. Maybe you guys can help me out. But Mario Kart has DLC coming to Japan that has Mercedes involved. Mercedes <laughs> yeah. Benz. It's some weird cross promotion with some scary looking commercial with some jacked dude stepping on a Goomba being Mario. But yeah, you can drive a Mercedes Sweet. in Mario Kart. Specifically the Mercedes Benz. Right, yeah, right, of course. Yeah. But I, I don't know much about it either besides it exists, and I hope it comes to America because that would be horribly hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. It would be. I'm not sure. But, yeah, that, that, that's a thing. Maybe so. we could get a Lamborghini also. <laughs> that would be cool. Let's More drive things that cars. don't belong in Mario <laughs> universe. So you're complaining about real cars and ter- Toad's Turnpike, but now we have license. Yeah. Real cars. <laughs> um, Can't oh. wait to throw my Doritos and Mountain Dew at you instead of turtle shells. That's the ha- Halo Racer. <laughs> Microsoft never made a kart racing game. Everyone else made one. Yeah. What are they doing? Even Mortal Kombat made a kart racing game. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing about Sonic games? Uh, going fast. That's a good answer. Mm, Knuckles. Well, that's close. So, would you say friends are your favorite things about Sonic games? Oh, is this about to be what I think it is? Sonic has a new friend. I knew it. Oh, yeah. Isn't that That, great? That new friend that they're introducing for Sonic Boom. Sonic has a new friend, and her name is Styx. (laughs) Like the band, like the the rock band, Styx. I think it's actually Uh, spelled like like Styx. It's just like Sticks and Stones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you were holding back playing Sonic games because there weren't enough friends, I got news for you. Now there's one more. Great. So, <laughs> Big the Cat and Sticks and Amy and all the gang is coming back this fall with more Tude. And I can you can watch that television show. 
Well, yeah, it's this whole brilliant cross-marketing campaign. We're talking breakfast cereals. We're talking backpacks. Oh, it's, man, sticks. Can we just go back to it just being like Sonic and Tails with like a couple of knuckles, like and knuckles. appearances, like from time to time? Ah, knuckles. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. you, sorry. No, you don't get that. You get uh, friends. Sonic and all of his friends. Oh, well. If you don't like that, I'll tell you what you can do. You can download Battlefield 3 for free on Origin right now. Uh, Can't say no to free, right? Right. If you don't have Origin, it's free to start an Origin account. And it's not even that invasive. Like, you barely know it's running on your computer. So I've gotten so many free games from Origin. They practically give them all away eventually. This will be my, like, 25th free game, and I'm not even... I'm, I mean, I'm... Yeah, I'm not exaggerating at all. Granted, most of those came from that glitch that one day. Yeah. They weren't supposed to be free. But um, Something else that is also a game that won't be free is Lego Batman 3. Yeah. Yeah, so more Lego games. Big shock. The um the trailer for that was great. Not that it made me want to play Lego Batman three. It made me want another Lego movie. Cause the trailer was actually pretty funny. Yeah, I still need to watch that Lego movie. Oh, it's really good. It's got Will Arnett and all those other funny people. <laughs> the um the game takes place in space. That's right, on the moon, on the, moon. On the Lego moon. Because this is, again, I guess they want to stick with the Lego Batman brand, but it's the Justice League. Yeah, it is totally Justice League. It's everybody. Yeah. Beyond Gotham. You know, I really wanted them to make a Batman uh, Arkham game called Beyond Arkham, and it's Batman Beyond. Right. That's never going to happen. No. Why would You have your Batman Beyond game on N64. You should enjoy it. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) The game is terrible. (laughs) I don't know. I've never played it, so... Um, we have some news for The Order 1886, a game that I still can't really get excited about. I don't know. It just doesn't... I didn't really know what it was until like last week, I think. Right. Well, um, you're going to have to wait a little longer because it's not coming Shocker. out. I know. Yeah, it's not coming out this fall. Uh, so they're targeting early uh, 2015, maybe February. Is that going to be the story of this E3? Yes. Everything I want to play comes out February. <laughs> next year. Next year. Uh, also, the order 1886 will run in 30 frames per second and not 24, uh, which is weird that they were even considering that. But the developer Ready at Dawn said that they were looking at 24 to make it feel more cinematic. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I was watching one of those Amplitude live streams Harmonix did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and they were saying that their creative lead or whatever said he had the background of amplitude running at 24 frames per second be more cinematic but the note highway was running at 60 frames per second Hmm. for because you need precision on that because you couldn't get the whole thing to run at 60 so we choose to chose to get the background going at 24 i guess i never noticed that yeah you're not really Mm -hmm. watching the we're not counting frames while playing rhythm games (laughs) but yeah 24 versus that's weird why not 60 i guess they wanted that graphic fidelity yeah that that one thing I will say about the order is it does look good. Um, just personally, not really into cover shooters that much, but I don't know. I mean, of course, I'll try it. But hard to get excited about a game that far away. I guess that'll be playable. We can sure we'll be playing it or behind closed doors. Can mm-hmm. knock down some doors. If it was initially supposed to come out this fall, I'd assume it'd be playable on the show floor. Yeah, but, but maybe you'd, not. You'd be surprised. That's true. Well, that's that's all I have for news. Unless you guys have. Anything else? Uh, there's like uh, more stuff from Nintendo as far as Smash goes. Yes. Uh, they just uh, put out a 
I guess like yeah, it was a it was a video or like a trailer or whatnot for their invitational tournament coming up where they announced the commentators, the host, and the players participating in the tournament. So the commentator, like Joel McHale, is he gonna be <laughs> well, there? No, we have yeah. uh Prog D one and Scar. Th- those aren't names. So <laughs> I don't know their real names, but <laughs> So they didn't uh, bring any like amazing celebrities. It's well, just just, people. just just smash celebrities, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have a they have a nice respectable roster of players. Like a few of them could even be like arguably like the best players in melee right now. So they actually did find like they they didn't just go to a Kmart and <laughs> pull some kid out. It's like you're coming to LA. No, they actually contacted like people who are actually like big in the scene. Most of them being melee players. I think there's only like one big brawl player that's like going to be able to attend huh that's it it's mostly melee players so are are these like their moms are going to drive them to the convention center (laughs) how are they going to get there they're probably going to fly they're all they're all grown adults they're okay they're all older than i am (laughs) (laughs) and but you didn't even announce the best thing that nintendo said they were bringing to us i was getting to it okay i'm sorry along with that they uh announced or they actually showed what the new gamecube controller was going to look like it's like it's pretty much the game, the very same GameCube controller, but it has a Smash logo on it. Yeah, nice. And there is going to be a wired port hub for yeah. these GameCube controllers that will go into the USB ports of the Wii U. It uses both and USB ports. Yeah, that's weird, but also shocking because I figured they just would release some third-party thing that plugged into your Wiimote. But yeah. no, they're giving us a port that you can use your original. Yeah, so Wave we, birds we, and actually, controllers. we actually have a wired option, so now we don't have to worry too much about like how the input lag is going to be between GameCube controllers and Wii remotes. Yeah. So can I plug that USB adapter up to my computer and play Minesweeper with my GameCube controller finally? Well, they, they got to make they'll have to make drivers. Take drivers for it. Don't know. I don't see why not. That'll be the easiest <laughs> way to hook up a GameCube controller to your computer. That would actually be really cool. I would yeah. be down for that. I'm just really shocked because Nintendo. Did something that makes sense. I know it's like completely they've changed. Yeah, it's completely different than it was before. I just really hope like this works in say Wii mode because after I transferred all of my stuff from Wii to Wii U, I realized there are games like Metroid Prime Trilogy I never played that would be much better played with a GameCube controller. There is no way this is going to work in Wii mode. It would effectively it would have to work on a Wii. Like they have no reason to make this work on a Wii. I just don't. I guess. Or what about like. I don't know. They might have to patch it. Could I use a GameCube controller on Mario Kart 8 once that becomes a thing? Like, I, what about other Wii U games? Crazily enough, I uh, actually bought an adapter for my GameCube controller that will go into a Wii remote, but it does not work for Mario Kart 8. That's oh, weird. So you did try that? Yeah, I did try it, but it did not work. So I'm not sure if it's going to be able to work with other Wii U games. Hmm. We'll see. You know what this announcement also shows? I bet you um, during their little Nintendo Direct on June 10th, they're going to drop uh, GameCube Virtual Console games. That'd be cool, but you are assuming that Nintendo will continue to do things that you want them to do. <laughs> right. So, well, we still don't know yet. They're really going to make a GameCube adapter just for Smash, and that's it. Uh, well, I mean, they're hoping this game it will, sells if, 10 if, million if, copies. If it'll so. sell Wii's, which we use, which it will, then... <laughs> Especially like seeing as how like they're bringing mostly melee players, so they're probably trying to advertise the game to more of the melee crowd, which is a lot bigger these well, days. Of course. Plus, so. if you, I mean, if you start a GameCube Virtual Console, you're gonna have you know these six gigabyte downloads that are gonna start filling up your 32 gig 
That's true. I mean, it's going to fill out a... External Plus, drive. Yeah, but there's... What are you going to do? Sell? Nintendo's going to sell them? I mean, I know you can hook up any, but that gets into some weird territory where people don't know what they're doing. That's true. And then I'd rather, honestly, have HD upgrades because I thought they did such a great job in Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people don't want to pay 50 or $60 for you know remakes of 10-year-old games, but if they look as good as that game did, I will. I'd buy Mario you know, Sunshine again. Yeah. If it was a remaster, over I wouldn't buy it again if it was just virtual the console because I right, have right, a GameCube. Right. Yeah, so I don't need to. Something cool that they could do with it, though, seeing as how like they're trying to advertise the new Smash with it, is that they could theoretically make a remake of Melee. Yeah, absolutely. So that people could we will be able to play in HDMI like high yeah, definition on monitors to bring to tournaments yeah. instead of having to lug like big CRTs all the time like <laughs> we're used to doing now. That's and I, I bet potentially an HD remake of Melee could actually outsell a new. Smash. You're probably well, right. I, I like bet it's... you, I bet you it definitely would, because yeah. like Melee is like super in high demand. Like copies like sell on eBay for like more than like more than it was when it came out. Yeah. yeah, more than when it was when it came out. It's ridiculous. Yep. So. Love yeah. that. <laughs> and another bit of news from me, like seeing as how I mentioned Pokemon earlier, I should mention this. Uh, you could get Pokemon Origins on iTunes. It's that nice. crazy uh, four-episode anime that they like released before X and Y came out. Can I get it on Zoom? Maybe. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm not sure though. I'll check. But it's like a it's a retelling of uh, the fir- the very first games. Just all there wrapped up in about two so hours. So the main character isn't a fucking idiot who just releases all his Pokemon because he loves them. So <laughs> the, like the this main, is a competent main character. The, the main character is your avatar in the first game. So games. red, it's not red. Ash Ketchum. Yeah, that's what's going with. I was that's encouraging because that's something I wanted to watch but never like torrented it or whatever. But I don't want to buy it on iTunes. I want, where's my Blu-ray? Can I just get a Blu-ray like a movie? It's four episodes, thirty minutes each. It's like a two-hour movie. They did announce plans to actually like bring it to Blu-ray and DVD, but they haven't mentioned anything about a release date or anything yet. Okay. So we're still waiting on that. But if Fair you enough. want, if you can't wait and you want to get it on your iPad or whatever, uh, you can get them. At, you get all the episodes for two dollars a piece in standard definition. Mm-hmm. Three dollars a piece if you want HD. That's not bad. That's not bad. Watch something on my iPad. Cool. Um, and that's all I've got. Sweet. That's all I've got. What? You didn't have anything. Ah, uh, you know. That's okay. <laughs> What's coming out this week? Uh, Mario Kart 8 came out today. Oh, so yeah. you should probably buy that. We did talk about that. On Tuesday, you can buy War Thunder on your PS4. Is that like a character per Killer Instinct? No. It sounds like a Killer Instinct character. <laughs> it's a... Um, well, you War- could buy it. It's not free? No, it's free to play. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. It's a free to play uh, airplane MMO. Well, that, that sounds during, cool. Like World War uh, One. Can oh, I no, get... I'm sorry, World War II and the Korean War. Does it have pets? Can I get, like, a pet to follow me around? No, but I'll get you with that in, like, two seconds. Okay. Um, that's coming on a PS4. Under Vita, you can buy Hyper Dimension Neptunia Producing Perfection. Perfect. Is that the game that's an RPG that it's based on the video game companies? Uh, if it's anything like the one that was on PS3, probably. Yeah, so the first game, the, the like, the evil boss was based on Apple. That's too funny. Yeah. Um, also on Vita, you can buy PlayStation Vita pets. Oh, cool. Can I get like an airplane to follow me around? <laughs> in that? 
<laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. Pets with a Z? No, it's with an S. What? That does not, that's not the Pets game I'm <laughs> used to, so I'm scared and I don't like this. It features four dogs with their own distinct personalities and a whole island to explore with adventures to go on. So you get this one dog that just shits everywhere. <laughs> just constantly have to clean up This dog at this picture I'm looking at looks like it's dressed up like a dinosaur. So there are, these are dogs that wear human clothes. I'm sorry, a hippo. Oh, they they wear animal clothes. So, whatever. Who makes this game? Let's see. Who does make this game? It is made by Spiral House and Sony Computer Entertainment XDev Studio. Okay. How much is like $100? How much does this cost? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Is that all that comes out next week? It's terrible. No, 1001 Spikes comes out on Wii U, PlayStation 4, Vita, PC, and 3DS. Nice. That's one of those sequel like, to One Thousand Spikes. Yeah, like those games, like Super Meat Boy, which will eat your lunch. Yeah, you have One Thousand and One Lives, yep. and you will lose them very quickly. And then jumping ahead a little bit, um, but next Friday, Tamodachi Life comes out. On oh your yeah, 3DS. do y'all plan on getting this? Perfect game. I don't. I do. Perfect game to bring to E3. Actually, that's true. That's, so. Well, see, I'm a little skeptical because the <laughs> Saturday before or Friday before we left for E3, or actually it was a Sunday because I still did that. I downloaded Animal Crossing. You, uh, I would have told you not to do that. I mean, have you ever played? Did you, was that the first Animal Crossing game you ever played? Yes. Well, that yeah, you should not have done that. Okay, you could play this well. game for five minutes a day. You know, yeah. that's not. But we'll a good see. Idea. Might check out that too because I'm stupid. Oh, I'm totally getting Tomodachi Life. Again, the game looks the, crazy. I know that seems like a game. Again, I should download, not buy a physical. Well, copy. what's the difference? I'm, you, are you going to buy it? You know, that's all that matters. Like, are you going to play it? Doesn't matter how you get it. Yeah, I kind of agree. It should be like inside well, cause your. Well, because Animal Crossing, you're supposed to play, like you said, five, ten minutes a day. So that shouldn't be. Let me switch out a cartridge because I'm tired of playing Kirby right now. Yeah, but why would I need to have Animal Crossing always in my system if I only play it for five minutes? It seems like it'd be. Like it's the opposite of what you're talking about. Just pop it in and then take it out. Because it's not like I'm going to play it forever. I'd want to download a game that I play constantly that I, that I don't have to take out because I'm always going to want to play it. Like, I have the opposite opinion of what I But see, if I'm playing Kirby, and I leave it in there, and the next day it's like, oh, I need to check my animal farm. So you just want to leave Kirby in there. Yeah, and then I just back out, boot up Animal Crossing for five minutes, then back out and put Kirby and not have to switch the cartridges out. Right. So, I don't know. Well, I'm interested in playing Tomodachi Life because that game looks crazy. What is it? I still, I mean, I don't know. It's like Life Animal Crossing with your me. Yeah, so like you can get married. Yeah, it looks fun. But not, not. Not, not you and I can't get married. Nope. Adam and Steve <laughs> can't get married. So, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for next week. Oh wait, I just remembered. Uh-oh. Uh, downloads for uh, Ultra Street Fighter Four. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like in the next few days. If you own Super, Super Street, Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition, twenty twelve, you can pay a certain amount of money. Fifteen. Fifteen American dollars. Or yeah, uh, PS3 version comes out June third. Three sixty comes out fourth. Yes. So if I started and I still put in my original Street Fighter Four, I've paid fifteen dollars to get it to Super. I paid fifteen dollars to get it to Arcade. Did I pay fifteen dollars to get it to Twenty Twelve? It's free no, download. Okay, it's free. It's free. So that one's good. But I'm gonna pay fifteen dollars to get it to Ultra. Yeah. yeah. So I paid forty five extra. That's not bad. Over or like you could just eight buy years. Yeah. Or you could just buy a copy of uh Arcade Edition. Arcade Edition for like twenty dollars. Yeah, it's twenty. Yeah. Okay. Or you could just wait until August and get the physical copy. But that's yeah, that's Ultra. after Evo, Steve. I know. But yeah, if you if you're if you're big in the fighting game scene and you're really big in the Street Fighter, you should be looking forward to this because it's gonna be big. I just want those costumes. 
Yeah. I want all those. That's why I have to wait for the physical copy. So I want my E Honda to dress up like a chef. And I, be- I believe the <laughs> tournament at Evo is going to be Ultra and not Arcade Edition. I believe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So. Are any that would the be co- a good time to download it and get your practice in. <laughs> Are any of the costumes going to be banned? I think Isn't a Blanca think, costume banned? I think there's only that one Blanca costume that's banned. With all the feathers? Yeah. Wait, which, yeah. Why? Is it too distracting? Yeah, or? it's too, too I don't. Feathery. I never understood like the actual reason that behind that. All, all I know is that it's banned. Okay, so. fair enough. Um, do you want to read some emails? No. Yeah, okay, well, I, I, can't, I can't read any because like you got you have them. Do you want to respond to some emails? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gamewareexpress at gmail dot com is the email address. Uh, Craig from Baton Rouge writes in. Um, he says, "Hello, Gwear guys and gals." Oh, is he British? Probably. Hello, Gabna. <laughs> <laughs> the gal left, so it's just us guys. Uh, first off, keep up the good work. Second, I've been meaning to send this in a while sooner, but it kept slipping my mind. After listening to the episode where Steven was so excited about God of War coming to PS Vita. Um, it's like a year ago? What was that? <laughs> no, the, the the collection just oh, came yeah. out. Oh, yeah. And God of War being one of my favorite game series. I realize it has its flaws, and if you explain Kratos to somebody, he is a very unlikable character. That being said, what is a game that you really enjoy, but if you tell someone about it, it sounds bad? Well, I remember one time when you and I were hanging out, and I tried to explain a game called uh, Kirby's Dream Course to you. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and pretty much it's like... It's just a, cur- it's, a, it's a Kirby golf game. Kirby where, is a golf ball. Yeah, That's, you, just, you, you just, you just sold to, the game. You That's... just try to maneuver him into the hole, but you, like, you, depending on what enemies you kill, you get their powers. And you can use that to alter the terrain to try and get your Kirby into the hole. That sounds you didn't, great. You didn't explain it that well the first time. <laughs> you were just like, Kirby's a ball, and you hit him, but that's not what you really do when I actually played it. And well, you, you explained I, it better that time it's, than it's, you did that night. It, it's, it's a weird game, I will admit that. But How when you actually start weird? playing it, it's really fun. <laughs> it sounds perfectly normal to me. It's what I expect a Kirby game to be. That's, that's an easy sell. Kirby is a golf ball. Sounds great. <laughs> that sounds fun, and I'd want to buy it. So... I think that's a bad example because to me that sounds really good. Yeah. He explained well, it better this time. <laughs> usually, guess. whenever I try to explain Kirby's Dream Course to like a lot of people, they like shake their head. And they're like, "What?" <laughs> okay, so. well, for me, any rhythm game ever. Like, okay, <laughs> you press the button and the music plays, down and, and it's fun. Especially trust me. when you're trying to explain something like DDR to you people. Step you know? on this arrow <laughs> while you listen to music you don't like or have never heard. And that's <laughs> step on the arrow more, or you play <laughs> the song. Yeah, that just doesn't sound fun. To yeah, you hold the plastic guitar and <laughs> look like this fool, and or hit do the... this. That was gonna be my second answer if I didn't have Dream Course. If I didn't have Dream Course, yeah, that would have been my next answer because, like, you and I both know how like explaining dance games and stuff do you <laughs> dance do you really dance you're so good at this <laughs> i couldn't think of an answer of a game i liked off the top of my head but i could think of an answer of a game i did not like 
in Animal Crossing. Because, yeah, that on paper sounds terrible. Yeah, it's a game where you have to play it every day or they yell at you and you have to sit there and earn money because you're in debt to this loan shark who's also a raccoon and you have to go out and like fish to earn your bells so you don't die. Yeah, that sounds terrible. And is that not what Animal <laughs> Crossing is? Well, I don't think you can die. But yeah, basically. So I don't know. And people told me that, and I was like, "Well, that's not, I'm gonna try it anyway." I should not have tried that game. That was not <laughs> my cup of tea. Maybe Wasted you, money. Maybe you should not play Tomodachi. <laughs> I just Animal Crossing. I just couldn't figure out what my purpose was. Like what? Why collect all the stuff, man. The game is about collecting things. That's all it is. You collect um, the things. Yep. If there's not like a mission hub and I get a check mark. Yeah, there I is a mission something. hub. It's the game. It says collect everything. <laughs> you've got fish, you've got insects, and you've got fruit. But I felt like I was clothing. never doing it efficiently enough, so it drove me crazy. Well, it's not my fault you didn't go to the island and catch bugs. <laughs> I never made it that far. I, I got so many sharks. Island. I decorated my house with sharks. I know, you have those two All sharks. I Your have... house looked badass. Yeah, that's right. My, my house, house had, like, a piano, maybe. See, why would I have a piano? Dude, I had, like, Nintendo. I had arcade machines and <laughs> sharks. Is the that coolest. the ultimate end game? It's just like have this ball and house, and then you come over like, hey, come to my town and look at my awesome house. Maybe. Pretty much. I don't think <laughs> Animal Crossing has an ending. Yeah, it doesn't by, have a real ending. By the, by, the, by the end game, you're designing your own clothing, <laughs> and you're... I know you can't do that. ...making flags. So, it's basically yeah. just Mario Paint. You can just <laughs> use the same strategy guide for Mario Paint and Animal Crossing. Um, the exact same. <laughs> Cool. Well, thanks for the question, Craig. He says, P.S., my favorite instrument to play in rock band is the drums. So we nice. were talking about that last week. Um, Nick from Zachary writes in. says, hey, everyone. I hope y'all are all doing well. Uh, so the new Smash Brothers game is getting a tournament on June 10th at 6.30 Central Time. The format is extremely odd this time around, with four matches of four-player free-for-alls with all the items and stages, and then the final round being no items with Final Destination. Actually, um, it was Battlefield. Okay. That's what it said in the video. So, On top of all that, players have to draft a character from a limited 16-character roster, and then they're stuck with that character for the rest of the tournament. Yeah, it's a draft tournament, I guess. I was say. just curious as to what your opinion on this unusual format was. Keep up the good work, guys. Well, <laughs> that that would definitely never fly for any like normal tournament. Yeah, but, it's, really, it's really weird. But for this, like, I could see it work. Like, you, you can get, like, you know... All the you can show off like a lot of the stuff that's going to be in the game, like not not just from a tournament aspect, from like but but from a casual aspect. As Let's well. see, obviously, Nintendo doesn't want, doesn't want two guys playing Fox with no items, just going back and forth on each other on a single platform stage. That's not going to show off their game well. Crazily enough, I don't think Fox is on the roster of characters to pick from. <laughs> Fair enough. Crazily enough, that, I bet you that was planned on purpose. <laughs> but they want to show all the crazy items and how much fun you can have playing four players at all these new levels. So it makes right. sense for them calling this a tournament, but it's more just a showcase for their game. And then I guess once you finally get to the main two dudes, then y'all can duke it out for whatever. Did they ever announce what prize it's going to be? No, they still haven't announced like any kind of prize like whatsoever. So we're still left in the dark about that. I guess they don't want the players to talk about that Yeah, if there is one. The but, prize is $500. <laughs> well, either way, like I could see like seeing as how they have a limited time to like do this, like yes. it makes it makes sense because it's also single elimination. Yeah. So and like that's probably you can, why you 
Yeah, you could just get through the tournament in like an hour. Yeah, that's probably to draft your character, so we don't sit there and be like, "Well, I'm gonna pick this guy. Well, I'm gonna pick this guy." You know, just that's your character. Pick him. Let's get this moving. We only have the Nokia Theater book for 90 minutes, so right. <laughs> we need to so. get in and get out. Yeah, well, I'm I'm still gonna watch it. I wanna I wanna check out like every possible like spec of gameplay that I could see like whatsoever. I'm just a little bummed that it starts at 4:30 Pacific, um, and that on that Tuesday, but the show floor doesn't close until five Pacific. So like, Steven and I couldn't really go, even you know if you wanted to, because we obviously still be on the show floor checking things out. So it's just really weird that they scheduled it then, you know. It's all right. You'll be able to watch like the archives like everywhere. Yeah, like that's true. as soon as it's over. So I mean, they start giving out wristbands at nine thirty in the morning, and the show floor opens at ten. So I guess this is for people who aren't going to E three, but are Smash fans that are local to Los Angeles or nearby areas. I don't understand what they're what they're doing with this, but I guess it's not for us. It's for Twitch. I guess. So or um, just for people who are psyched about like what they're gonna like try and get at Best Buy the next day. That's true. That that's true. It's gonna be a Best Buy on Wednesday and Saturday, the eleventh and fourteenth. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, we'll be on the lookout for that. You have to let me know how that is, Vaughn, because I'm probably not gonna watch it. I will watch it like a hawk. Like <laughs> it the uh, that showcase is gonna go on for like five hours yeah. instead of like the four that it was last year. But so. you are gonna go to Best Buy and of course check this out. Yeah, pretty cool. much like I think how it's gonna be run is gonna be like everybody like goes up four at a time. Matches go on for two minutes. And then like that's your match for the day. So I'll play my <laughs> two minute match. I'll play my two minute match, get my opinion on it, but from playing it, and then watch for the rest of the four hours and fifty eight minutes. <laughs> Fair enough. I actually competed in the first Smash Brothers Brawl tournament in America. Whoa. Which was at E for All in two thousand seven. I don't know. Nice. So How'd you do? I lost. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it's okay. I had no idea what I was doing. But it was the first time Brawl was playable in the U.S., and it was pretty cool. cool. I was just there. So, so now, instead of having Yahoo's like you play, they get 16 Yeah, they got real, the like, <laughs> real players. They found all the people that were the extras in The Wizard with uh, <laughs> Fred Savage. <laughs> Apparently, all those people are really good at Smash, so they just called them, and they will be there. That's funny. So um, thanks for the question, Nick and uh, Craig. Keep sending those emails, guys. We've got E3 coming up next week. I want to hear what you're looking forward to because next week will be our big uh, uh, E3 hype show, pre-E3. Sweet. So send in your uh, emails of what you're looking forward to or what your predictions are. That's uh, GameWorkExpress at gmail.com. So um, as always, let's wrap the show up with our special stages. Um, I have mine. I'll go first. So... We thought about writing this down for news because it's semi. Well, it's not really video game news related at all. But um, following basketball, like I do, and the crazy saga going on with the Clippers and their racist owner, it was announced a couple of days ago that former Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer is buying the Los Angeles Clippers for two billion dollars. Oh, three billion. Oh. Sure, it wasn't it's two billion. It's two billion. Yes. So Donald much Sterling money, is suing the NBA for another billion, but seems like a lot of money to buy a team that's never won a championship and mm-hmm. has played less than twenty games uh, <laughs> in the you know not even the finals, but in playoff, right. they have less than twenty playoff games, right? Yeah. He he says he wants to keep the team in Los Angeles, but I know a couple of years ago he was interested in buying the Sacramento Kings to move them to Seattle. Yeah, wouldn't he want to just bring the Clippers to Seattle? But 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, Los Angeles obviously is a bigger market than Sacramento. Right. And people in Seattle are still upset about losing the Supersonics when they moved to Oklahoma City and became the Thunder. However, the Clippers are, I think, on the verge of signing a big TV deal. Right. Which they probably wouldn't get in Seattle. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with this. I mean, this dude's worth $20 billion, so he spent a tenth of his net worth to buy this team. Another interesting thing about the Clippers situation is that there's no money for uh, for him from concession sales, from parking. Right, because that goes to Staples. Yeah, they don't. They basically just lease that out. So he's only going to be getting money from ticket sales. I, I think this dude, I think he's just... I know he's a big basketball fan. I think he just wants the team to say he has a team. I yeah. don't think he really cares about making his two billion back yeah. at this point. I mean, you know, you get, it's like us you know, make a hundred dollars in a day. You go spend ten bucks on something, whatever. Yeah. You know. So I mean, it might eventually move to Seattle. I don't know. I think that if he was looking to make his money up, that would be a better thing to do it because you have to get all new, you know, merchandise sales. You've got new jerseys. Don't say Los Angeles Clippers on them. You know, you probably have an arena that you have partial ownership on, so you'll earn all that stuff too. But with you know. three or two billion dollars, couldn't you just make like a robot team of basketball players, <laughs> and then just build your own stadium, and then have the real players play the robot team? <laughs> but probably this, sell the tickets for even more because it's robots, man. That's crazy. I would, I would pay to see that kind see, of a basketball. You pay game. more. <laughs> Someone needs to think about that. But. I don't mean to turn this into a sports podcast, but yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. That's crazy, crazy. But good for Steve Ballmer. Yeah. See what the Clippers do. And if I see one more clippy Clippers joke, I saw a few of those on the Twitter or someone Twitterverse. Yeah. Not funny. Well, it was funny the first time. Yeah. Kind of was, I guess. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> yeah. right, um, I'll, I'll go next. Okay. Uh. Well. Uh, this probably like is like super like late news for like most people that are like listening to this or like even to you guys. But I just learned the other day that Mountain Dew Baja Blast is like out in bottles and cans for this summer. I knew it was coming out. I didn't know when. Uh, but well, it's out now. Is that what you're drinking right <laughs> yeah, now? That is exactly okay. what I'm drinking right now. And you know that stuff was made to only be like good with Taco Bell food, which is why it's only served at Taco Bell restaurants. Oh, well, I did not know this. Like it was so. chemically made to just like taste good with Taco Bell food. Ah, uh, well, but I, I guess, guess I guess the guess the secret's out for that now, <laughs> but uh. enough well, that's from what I read, I don't know. But I guess enough demand. Well, I'm drinking it out of a can. I actually like it better like out of a can than at the fountain at Taco Bell. That's just me. I think but. it's just because it's like this new experience for you. I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like every time I try drinking it at Taco Bell, I just like just tasted nasty to me. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, I like it. It's cool. Don't I overload on Mountain Dew Bob last place one. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm definitely not. <laughs> cool. Steven, bring us home. Hey, guys. Hey. Well, you know, Renan and I have been planning a, like a late honeymoon trip mm-hmm. to Japan for three years now. And we just started that process. Okay. Like actual planning. So we've uh, we've booked uh, an apartment in Shinjuku for three weeks during uh, the during the holidays. During Christmas. Oh, awesome. So nice. We've actually already paid for it. So we have a place to live uh, out there. So that's exciting. Um, nice. Like I said, because we've been planning this for a long time. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. cool to get the starting process going. Bunch of plane tickets that's yet? Awesome. Uh, no, but we're doing that this coming week. Cool. So, oh, wow. Uh, so, that's yeah. awesome. Y'all are going to have an awesome time. It should be fun. Bring me back a Pokemon. 
Okay. Me too, please. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're like sewer rats out there. You just hit them on the head with like a bowling pin. You just, then you can take them home. Yeah. As long as they're below 10 pounds, you can take the Pokemon back. Perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> the, the bigger ones you can't take. The airplanes won't let you bring them on. Cool. Well, I looked that up. I have been walking around Street View around our apartment just mm-hmm. to get an eye of the neighborhood to find out. Is there a lot of barbed wire and overturned cars? Um, and- no, not, not too much of that. I don't know where that would be, but there's a lot of <laughs> restaurants. There's a huge hotel right across the street from oh, wow, our cool. apartment. And then there is a um, there's a train station uh, five blocks away. Not bad. So like one of the biggest train stations in Tokyo actually. Uh, and then like I said, there's a ton of restaurants like right near where we're staying. So it's going to be home for almost a month. So yeah. we're really looking forward to it. That's cool. Yeah. Well, congrats on that. I'm Thank sure you. you'll have fun on your trip. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll have to Skype in for the yeah. shows that, those weeks. <laughs> so. It'll be like 4 a.m. or something. I'll be up. It's cool. Working <laughs> on orders for Gameware. Yeah. So. Um, cool. Well, that's it. That's our show this week. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Adam Arinder. Oh, you can find me on Twitter, at v 4 Extreme 12 we do Sorry the, about that. We do the that. same I order kinda, every week long. I kind of just, like, you know, zones for a second. You can find me on Twitter, at Mint Choco Nay. <laughs> 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 and you can find me on Twitter at Steve Gameware. Um, you can find Gameware the store on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash Gameware BR. Yeah, also, it's a real store in the Mall of Louisiana on Blue Bonnet Boulevard, yeah. Louisiana, and the College Drive. You can see Steven's smiling face. Yeah, I work there. This summer. This summer. So more often than usual. You can come and hang out with me. I'll show up once a week or so. Yeah, sometimes but I bring no one rock wants to see me. No, I just same here. Yeah. I'll come in and play the video games. <laughs> and then uh, you can find Gameware Express, this podcast you're listening to on Facebook also. That's uh, facebook.com slash Gameware Express. Um, for your listening pleasures, you can subscribe or listen via iTunes or on your iOS device. And SoundCloud. Yeah, you can also listen on SoundCloud if you want to listen to it in the browser. Um, next week, like I mentioned, it's our last show before E3 where we're all together. So we'll have um, predictions, our expectations, what we're excited to see, our hype show. It's going to be an early show, right? Yeah, we need to iron all the details. I know, Vaughn, you're leaving thursday to go to akon so we might record a little early so if news breaks later in the week whoops we'll catch it in la one year i flew to dallas for akon and then that sunday we flew to los angeles for e3 (laughs) and then when we flew back to dallas uh from la our bags thought that that was the end of you know (laughs) that was our final but we actually had another flight like an hour later to um sucks you know, to to Baton Rouge. At least they lost your bags going home, right? Not, Instead of yeah. well, we ended up getting them, but it was good. a headache. And we need Steve. We need to figure out what if we're gonna do something while we're out there. It just depends on what. Yeah, we're gonna do something. We're gonna go to E3. Yeah. This is the first E3 with a podcast. Now, there's been E3s that have had podcasts All, for us. Oh yeah, you didn't this specify. Is us, this yeah. is our first That's E3 right, with yeah. podcast. I'm just gonna record the whole show on my cell phone, okay, and then uh, upload, upload like it. 120 hours yeah, like of an hour at a time. <laughs> or I could just write down things and then p- take pictures of it and then post that on the 
Facebook on the internet. Okay. That'll work too. Take a picture of your handwriting. Yeah, communications. What's the difference? <laughs> so we'll get ready for that. But until then, um, that's our show. Thank everyone for listening. Thank y'all for joining me. I know it's kind of late. Hey, it's no problem. It's good. We it lost Renee. Now one twenty in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> so I need to edit this and get it up sometimes before too late in a Saturday. I guess it really doesn't matter now. You just do it right now. That's true. So let me get to doing that. Uh, but that's our show. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll see you early next week. <laughs> <laughs>